Hi, and welcome to the Alliance of Survivor Game Podcast. I'm Ryan, the host slash game runner of Alliance. Join me as I talk to the seventh place finisher of Nexus Park, Bramblecat, about emotional reactions and evaluating the way people play this game. This is the second and final part. So we are down to 12 people. Um, by now, I'm pretty sure everyone knew that this was the last immunity challenge before the merge. I don't think that was right. a secret. Um, <laughs> pretty out there. Yeah. yeah. And so we're going to put you on a swinging ship. Um, and the way this worked was either 1v1 or 2v2. You'd be counting competitively against the other team. And the distance you, the, the, the highest, the highest, the number you reached without errors when time expired in a round was your score. And if your number was higher than the other team's number, you gain, you got points. If it was lower, they got points. Right. And you'd start out doing one minute rounds counting by ones. When you reached a certain threshold, you'd do two minute rounds counting by twos and a certain threshold, you'd do three minute rounds counting by threes. Um, with the goal being to reach a score of 360 or swinging your ship all the way around to the axis point before the other team did. Um, so, uh, this is both a speed and accuracy, you know, performing under pressure type of challenge, um, which you've kind of indicated isn't in your wheelhouse. Okay. I think that's true. I think the speed thing isn't. I'm okay at accuracy generally, although, ooh, this was a special challenge for me. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So uh, with uh, with only five people in Mirth, um, we did two matchups with pair versus pair and one matchup of singles. You had to win two matchups to win immunity. Uh, I don't remember how the pairs and whatnot were configured, um, but I believe a lot of it had to do with just availability um, yeah, at the end of the day. I think so too. I think and I so we're going to end up with Steph versus Waxler in the very first matchup um, yep. as the individuals. Uh, and this one, and like both, of, we're only going to have two matchups, obviously, as we get through this. But like both of these were super exciting and thrilling in their own right. Um, you had uh waxler was and steph um neither of the neither one of them was actually like substantially faster than the other i don't think um like steph made a big error in the first round waxler got up a big lead but like the next like four rounds were fairly back and forth when they got to two minutes of two at two waxler made a mistake toward the end of the first one of those rounds and steph got huge points in that one uh round seven and eight they're counting by threes and round seven it was 249 to 246 and round eight it was 246 <laughs> to 246 like they were on point um, yeah round nine they both made big mistakes and it ended up being 18 to zero <laughs> <laughs> um and then in the last round waxler is able to go through without any mistakes and steph yeah. does have a mistake and so that is going to be the end of match number one mirth yep. wins Woo! 
Good job. So, Yay, uh, good mirth. comes down to the next. So now you're in a position where you win immunity. Don't even need the third ra- third match. Yep. It's going to be you and Beans against the youngest players left in the cast. <laughs> Dar- <laughs> yep. Darcy and Spencerman. Um, yep. So this, unlike Steph and Waxler, they were both <laughs> clearly faster than you. Oh my god, so much faster. (laughs) Yeah. Raw speed, they win this ten times out of ten. But we're not we're not talking about raw speed here. So um yeah, uh you're gonna end up losing the first five rounds. um, Yes. By a total Yeah. By a total of a two hundred and sixty seven (laughs) points. Um what do you what do you even do with that? Like You know, the thing that kept going through my head was, I know Merge is coming. Losing this challenge is actually not bad for me. I think it takes out Court here. Mm -hmm. Um, But, oh my God, I'm making so many mistakes. It looks like I'm throwing. (laughs) And I wasn't. Like, I was actually trying. I was giving it my all. I was like... But I was like, I'm playing this game with Beans, and Beans is going to think I have thrown this challenge to take out Court. And, you know, in the back of my head, I was like, I would love to throw this challenge to take out Court. <laughs> but I cannot do that because I, you know, I, we're, we're bonded, and we're like, I feel like that's really solid. Mm-hmm. But I also knew enough about Beans um, to think she she would see that as a huge betrayal, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's the thought that kept going through my mind. I was like, she's going to think I've thrown this challenge. And she's going, whether I actually did or not, which I didn't, um, but but whether I actually did or not, she's going to think I've betrayed her. Mm. And so, yeah, by the time we get to that, to the threes, which is where we're able to use, you know, accuracy to take <laughs> them out finally. Right, because yeah. they're they played it. They played a game like teenagers, and we played a game like you know not teenagers. <laughs> um, you know, I had my Excel spreadsheet of threes, and I literally checked it every time. Mm-hmm. Right, I was like, I'm not, I'm not gonna. This is not. We're not leaving anything to chance here. Um, so, uh, yeah, that was everything going through my head. Was God, I want to lose this challenge, and. God, if I throw this challenge, Beans is going to think I betrayed her. Yep. Yep. That's where I was. Whew. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. This this round five, which was the last, or I guess the only two two minutes by twos <laughs> round, um, you got you were at a point where you and Beans are at about eighty four. They are at one twenty. So yep. obviously not great but not the end of the world <laughs> not the um, end of the game yet no mathematically we're not out yet yeah and then you double up on 84 and then you start over and then it's your turn for 14 and you type in one instead um they're up to over they're at 150 <laughs> now yeah. uh, you're counting all right you're you're gonna salvage some of it 
because uh, uh, you know it is easier to count by twos in like the tens, twenties, thirties than it is in the one sixties, obviously. Yep. Uh, so you're able to actually gain a little bit of ground, and then instead of thirty-four, you type twenty-four right before oh the round ends to get zero. Yeah. And uh-huh. yeah, every mistake in this round anyway is on your head. Yeah. That's yeah, it was. I know. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't look great. <laughs> no, it was not a good look. It was not a good look at all. Mm-mm. And I wish I could say I was trying to do it and I wasn't. Those were legit <laughs> typos on my part. Um, so, yeah. Damn. Damn. But. So, let's. Still time. Still time. Three <laughs> minutes is a long time to count. Uh, especially yeah. by threes and alternating with your partner. So yep. um, also worth knowing, noting that Euphoria had not made any mistakes to this point, to round six, yeah. when you started by yep. threes. Um, and then, of course, uh, very early in this round, uh, a mistake instead of 15, uh, you just go back to three, <laughs> start over. Yeah. Um, and then, then there's a recovery and, uh, you're, you know, you're like 30 points behind them for the majority of the round. And then all of a sudden, and this is, um, who was it? Where's the first mistake? Um, two. Yes. So it's on you, uh, coming off of 282, you're supposed to do 285, you do 286, and literally same time, Darcy makes a mistake and does 2015 instead of 315. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and so it's like literally like 20 seconds left in the round and both both pairs are like scrambling <laughs> to get right. any points on the board. But anything, anything yeah. at all. Yeah. And this one ends 15-3. <laughs> in your yep. favor. You're on the board. Woo! <laughs> 15 very important points right there. Yeah. All right. Um, And so, yeah, uh, I said, what around 175 seconds of intense focused concentration completely undone on both sides in the last five seconds? Yep. Love it. I love it so much. Yeah. Um, And so, okay, you've got, got a light. There's a light now. There's a there's a chance. Tiny tiny light. It is itty bitty, <laughs> but it is there. Um, all right, round seven, and here we go, and no mistakes, no mistakes, no whammies. Um, you're keeping pace about fifteen points off of them for the most part. Yeah. Uh, the gap shrinks over time. Uh, you know, the higher the number, the more difficult it gets. Yep. And then. There's a mistake from Spenjamin. And that's where it... And and so I've talked to Darcy. And she... So, like, this challenge... I don't... Darcy and Spenjamin practiced it in sub-channels and their DM, I think, before you started. I don't know if you did any practicing at all. You know, I think we did. Yeah? I think we did. Um... Is this the cha- is this the challenge where we also changed our our PFPs? Oh, I, I think it was actually. To I forgot about in that. In order to try to like make it so it 
it would be clearer as a visual like yes i'm only looking for the orange dots or whatever it was yes that's correct i forgot about that that was a very there is a very sneaky smart strategy i think um but so yeah so they practiced counting they didn't practice mistakes obviously uh and so it kind of it I haven't talked to Spenjamin. I'm not sure if that I will, but it definitely threw Darcy off when Spenjamin's immediate thought was, I'm just going to try to mess up the other group instead of counting themselves further. Yeah. Because you'll see after Spenjamin's mistake, he's throwing out like six digit numbers that honestly wouldn't, shouldn't throw you off to begin with. And right. every like four messages of his, there's a Darcy message just, just says three. <laughs> trying to start him (laughs) just trying to start him back up again (laughs) um just just nice little quiet innocent threes um (laughs) and it doesn't work uh they um obviously you you and beans are going fairly slow you're in like we slowed way down at that point right because Mm -hmm. the only goal there was to stay alive yes um to not make a mistake before time ran out. Um, yeah, they make a they they do start counting. They get up to sixty. They make another mistake, and uh, end up with no points in yeah. this round. <laughs> to your three hundred and eighteen, we got ourselves a game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So now, it's a good time. Yeah, what? Tell me about what's the mood swing like after round I mean, seven? I'm of course still conflicted because part of me is like, thank God, because now <laughs> Beans isn't going to think that I, you know, am intentionally screwing her over. Mm-hmm. Um, and and part of me is like, but I really wanted to vote out court. Um, <laughs> and so I'm, you know, I'm conflicted, but. Uh, at this point, we're in, you know, easily in shot of winning this game. And, and y- you know, I'm going to go for it. I'm not going to. My goal was never to throw this challenge. I know it looked like it was. It was never, ever to throw this challenge. Um, as much as in the back of my head, I thought that would be convenient. Mm-hmm. Nope. All yeah. right. You are at 330. Euphoria is at 267. Uh-huh. Play into 360. Um, yep. round eight, counting by threes, and uh, this is this is the the really like everyone's digging in their heels round. Um, yeah, no mistakes from start to finish. I we had a Google Sheet formula situation set up that Jeffrey created that would we would just yeah. I would just copy and paste all your messages into it, and it would tell us if you made any mistakes. Gotcha. Um, yeah. And yeah, I was like, wow, I'm very surprised. <laughs> I was like, I'm, you did it. <laughs> Great. Yep. Uh, no flawless round um, error-wise. They were 18 points faster than you. Not even that big of a gap. Um, and so we, we press on to round nine. Uh, yep. And it's just, it's a lot. This is so much counting. A very <laughs> intense environment. Um and and then and he, here is where i think the issue is uh for for spenjamin and darcy so they're up like 40 points on you when yeah. spenjamin makes a mistake right and um i think 
if that had only been, I think they actually could have caught up and prevented you from winning if they had mm-hmm. flawlessly gone the rest of the round. Um, but it's the second mistake uh, later on from Spengeman that's going to be the the icing on the cake, the deal breaker. And yep. uh, by that point, you're at like 276. <laughs> um, right. Not, not able to... Yeah, there, there's no cat coming back from that in like 30 seconds. They're just not going to be able to do it. Yeah, I mean, and I was like, I and I'm sure Beans was too, very conscious of the gap between us, right? And exactly how many points we could allow them to get and exactly how many points we needed to make it to knock them out. And so, yeah, it was a way lower number than 276 or whatever it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they... they... They salvaged up to about 51, um, but that still was 252 numbers lower than your number at the time. <laughs> and so with a, with a score of 582 to 285, you win the round, or you win the match and the challenge. Right. And don't Damn. Have to, yeah. <laughs> Bittersweet. Don't have to go to tribal don't get an opportunity to presumably take out, take out court, court before the merge. Yeah. Mm. And here we are. <laughs> and, and here we are. Exactly. And here we are. Um, we do not get the bird and Maddie versus court and SMM matchup. Um, right. And Jordan and they were uh, scheduled to sit out. So yeah. Now, obviously, you know, by winning, you've made the merge regardless of what happens. Um, and uh yeah i don't know how i guess you can kind of just like set up shop and look ahead to the merge and start you you get an advantage in that sense of an extra day or two plan for what's going what's to come and Um, and a little bit of a respite as well absolutely absolutely um yeah how are you how are you feeling as as the merge arrives as far as your game and your relationships and all that yeah i mean i'm feeling you know very very comfortable with with beans and wax i'm feeling pretty comfortable with smm um i'm i feel good about my relationship with bird i feel like that sort of gives me a natural in with darcy um and maybe even with jordan Mm -hmm. um so personally i'm feeling pretty solid going into the merge um i you know i'll also say that this is kind of the point of the game where i'm becoming acutely aware that waxler and beans and i are playing remarkably similar games Mm -hmm. and where i'm starting to sort of um uh think carefully about (laughs) about the fact that if the three of us do manage to power our way to the end um, the fact that it's probably anybody's game at that point, right? right. That that we're our, we're so similar. We've worked in lockstep the whole time. Um, that and, and I've kind of thought through that I'm okay with that. <laughs> that. That this this is all right with me. That I will leave it up to the fates. Um, <laughs> if we manage to to the three of us get to the end together, and that I'm not going to be inclined at any point to take out my closest allies. Okay. So, yeah. Fair enough. 
Fair enough. Um, Over on Euphoria, uh, they have an actual unanimous vote, finally. Um, (laughs) And they they take out Nay. Yeah. uh, Last pre-merge boot of the season. Yep. Um, And so, uh, let's see. I... So I guess as you get to the merge, um, you get to have and enjoy a nice merge feast, everyone's favorite time. Lovely, yes. Uh, And so 11 of you together get to name the new tribe. (laughs) And we've had some, we've had some (laughs) tribe names in our past. uh, Opinions. And have a lot of opinions about tribe names, <laughs> merged tribe names in the past. Um, mm-hmm. Something that, you know, I, 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 you know, I, I enjoy the, the merge feast in this sense. I like, I gener, gen, generally like the ideas people come up with, even if I think the ideas are bad. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't know that there were any explicitly like bad ideas this season um, because there weren't a lot of ideas in general. Uh, It was, I think, Eumerthia was an early one. And the Uh only one other thing that really seemed to have any traction was calling yourself, naming yourself after Meg. Um, Either as the Megs or just Meg or something to that effect. Yep. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I, like, this is a very low stakes moment, but obviously one that means something. Um, it, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. How did you approach it? What was your... Did you I care? Did you not care? Didn't participate at all. Okay. I don't... I didn't throw out any suggestions. I'm not even sure I sort of voted. I did not realize that people cared about this thing, and it seemed like something that... Um, you know, there was a possibility if somebody did really care that I could say something that would step on toes, wasn't worth that. Um, so I'm pretty sure I found other things to do with my life. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That was my attitude about the Merge Tribe name. Yes. You, you sent three messages. Um, <laughs> you said, hi, you said, this is exciting. And then you said, I have friends coming over, so I can't hang out. But I trust that you're going to figure out an awesome name for our new tribe. <laughs> Woohoo! Woo. Um, but yeah, you... And, go ahead. And honestly, I, you know, is Eumerthia a great name? No. No, sadly it is not. But... Does it bother me as deeply as it seems to bother other people in the universe? <laughs> nah, I don't actually care. So. Yep, that's fair. Yep. Uh, Eumerthia gets the gets the <laughs> thumbs up from everybody, and yeah. um, and that's it. A fairly uneventful feast that didn't last twenty four hours, fortunately. Um, and now you're on a new tribe. You are yeah. actually on a tribe with Bird now. So your neural link yeah. becomes a DM. Uh, you get your first chance at really having conversations with Darcy, Jordan, Maddie, who we haven't really talked about at all yet, uh, nope. Spenjamin, and Steph. Yeah. Um, so they come in with six. You guys have five. What are your 
initial impressions of the non-bird euphorias? Um, you know, I, if I remember correctly, I kind of immediately bonded with Darcy. I felt like that was a fairly natural connection. Um, other than that, this is a place, talking about places where I've, I misplayed the game, this is a place where I misplayed the game. I mean, just straight up. I did not work hard enough on building these relationships. I relied on my existing um, on my existing alliance. I kind of trusted that that birds' relationships could pretty easily translate into my relationships. Um, I actively didn't become emotionally invested in people who I had every plan of voting out. And um, yeah, I didn't play that well. Like that, that is pointedly a moment in the game that I could have done so much better. And I didn't. Hmm. There we go. That's it. Yeah, that's it. Because I don't have a whole lot to say. Like, no, I never really, yeah. I didn't really get to know Benjamin well. I didn't get to know Maddie well until the night before he votes me out. I, um, you know, had some lovely but brief conversations with Steph. Um, Jordan and I never talked a whole lot. Darcy and I did talk a fair amount, and that's but that's due to um, something that's going to be coming up soon. So, anyway, yeah, I misplayed it. So, I wouldn't let that happen again. <laughs> Good. Um, <laughs> so, I guess if I can, uh, if I can, you have. Mm-hmm. A group of eleven people. So, yep. if there are, if there's a group of six, yeah. they they win, right? Like, like they yeah. they vote out the other five, and then you know figure it out from there. Um, yep. So if that's if that's what you're thinking, it's you, Beans, Waxler, Bird, SMM, Darcy. Darcy. That's the six. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, in my head. That's where I could pretty reliably land the numbers. I figured um, we might be able to hold on to court for a little bit mm-hmm. um, until she got her footing elsewhere. I figured, though, that she would be looking for far greener pastures than she had found with us. <laughs> sure. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I mean, you know, I, I guess it's easy to say that that approach and mindset is short-sighted to look back on yeah. it but yeah i think it's it's i think it's a, a mindset that is a really easy one to fall into as a player because you can just kind of like l- look and appraise a scenario and say like oh the four of us just work together and we we do it like that's enough that's all we got to do and like it's yep. super simple and it never is that simple <laughs> No, it's not. And it's no fun to watch if it's that simple either. Um, and and I get that. But I think the other aspect of it was um, and and it is what it's what has made emotionally other games I've played with harder is that when you put in the effort to get to know someone, it is way harder to vote them out. Mm-hmm. And so there's an extent in my head to think, well, I've got a limited amount of time. I have specific people I want to work with and I don't want to put my heart out there just just to be in a situation where I'm ultimately going to have to vote these people out anyway. Right. 
So there was, I didn't feel a driving need to work outside of my core alliance. And again, not a great strategic move on my part. Um, in fact, abjectly bad, but I had my reasons, right? Mm -hmm. um, and, and they are not horrible reasons as a human being who has a life and feelings. So. Of course. Yeah. Certainly. So, um, additionally, in addition to all these new friends, um, you have, uh, admittedly, in your case, under, uh, utilized sub channels that have changed, um, yes, <laughs> at the merge, uh, what, once... oh, just wait for, I'm going to underutilize them more now. So we're going <laughs> to, yes. Um, go on. You had access to Coaster Corner, Pleasant Plaza, and Shifty Sector uh, yeah. in the pre-merge. At the merge, we just lumped all those together and called them Mirth <laughs> and did the same thing with the three channels that Euphoria had access to, which were uh -huh. Intensity, Rotation Station, and Rugrat Realm. Yeah. And then we added an arcade at the merge. Yep. Uh, so still three channels, but now seven channels worth of content inside them. Um, I guess, firstly, uh, had you, obviously you were out in the subchannels at least once to get a Neuralink. <laughs> um, yes, I was. And I think you'd even gone out a couple of times to have like group chats with, uh, Waxler uh -huh. and Beans here and there. Um, yep. how aware were you of the bots that we'd gotten former players to voice? I have so much regret here. Um. <laughs> I was well aware that there were bots that former players had voiced. I was well aware that one of those was my son. Um, <laughs> I, I, you know, um, and somehow I just never found time to go and experience that thing, which is sad, really. Um, yeah, which is sad. So regret, because I think had like if i had it to do all over again i would have found the time to give that stuff more love that said at the time i felt like i was stretched as thin as i could possibly stretch myself yes so and that uh paying attention to the sub channels was going to be the thing that would throw <laughs> me over the edge and yeah. it very well could have been to be fair. right yeah um okay so no no bread bramble reunion in the sub channels. Yeah, I mean, I think I, I believe I went out and maybe listened to one or two at some point, but I'm not so sure I even did that. But I knew, I knew from Bird, that Bread was the voice in the Rugrat sub channel. Mm, okay. So, yep. Fair enough. Um, yeah. Yes, I see. <laughs> there are 14 messages from you in the euphoria <laughs> subchannel. Um, and then, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, I'm so sorry. You were out there with Darcy and, uh, she conjured up one of the bread bot responses. <laughs> and she said, there he is the man, the myth, the legend. And you said, I'm listening. He talks so fast. It's true. He does. <laughs> yes. 
The boy has lived in the South his whole life. I have no idea where that came from. Uh, yeah, no, it was, I remember, um, con- talking with Brad and, uh, sending him the, uh, the scripts and him being like, all right, gotta wait till, till gotta wait till Bramble's out of the house. Like, <laughs> can't record <laughs> while she's here. Um, and yeah. all that stuff. And it was good. No, he was great. He did a great job. Yeah, he really did. I'm proud um, of him. So... Then that also brings us to the arcade, which I do know you spent some time in the arcade and played some ski ball. Um, yeah, uh, pretty straightforward little, primarily luck-based game. <laughs> but, right. Um, yeah. Every hundred points you earned, you scored was worth a token, and you could spend five tokens to get a plushy prize. Um, yeah. There were thirty prizes. And uh, you didn't know how many of them had anything behind them, but it was actually, it was seven. There were seven of them that had something on them. Um, and so, uh, yeah, you got your first one on like the third day. So like you're in there, you're playing your ski ball. <laughs> I am. <laughs> yep, yep. You know, I think the nice thing about the ski ball that is different than searching in the sub channels is like you were effectively guaranteed that you were not going to spend a ton of time and then walk away with nothing, right? I mean, granted, it might be a tiny plushie that has nothing attached to it. Sure. But at the very least, like, there was no chance you were going to spend two hours spamming a channel with commands and just walk up completely empty-handed, which I think, for me, was a real mental hurdle that I never cleared, um, mm-hmm. was this sort of, I think, twofold. One, that I'd look like an idiot. Um, which is course, not a yeah. thing I particularly enjoy. But two, that I would spend a lot of time doing a thing that was going to yield absolutely nothing. And um, working on my, you know, like committing to my social and strategic game and playing some skee-ball felt like they were they were reliable things to yield stuff. So. Absolutely. No, yeah. I there's a lot of truth in that uh unfortunately um yeah. <laughs> hardly the only person that feels that way uh i would venture to guess that if i played a season constructed with this structure i would not be uh <laughs> excited <laughs> to go out in a sub channel by myself at least um yeah. it's it's very daunting i i'm sure it is it is yeah. uh and it's really tough to figure out a way to make it less daunting. Um, but we're working on it. We're working on it. Sure. But I mean, (laughs) it, but it, it should be daunting. I will say, I think as, as much as, you know, as much as I did not take advantage of those sub channels, um, I think that that piece of this game is what makes it so special. Right. I think, I think that is what makes Alliance a far more immersive experience than any other org I've played. So, thank you. Yeah. All right. So, that being said, um, we get to our first post merge individual immunity challenge, and we're back in the spreadsheets um, with Light Cycles, uh, everyone's favorite game from Tron. Uh, <laughs> yep. <laughs> where all 11 of you playing simultaneously 
amazing that we were able to like get you all on board at the same time somehow. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> where you'd start on a grid that was 22 by 22 in size and each turn you would move two spaces um, and the if you ran into somebody you were eliminated so were they if you ran into the trail that anyone left you were eliminated um, yep. you were also provided with two boosts you could use during the challenge that would allow you to move up to four spaces instead of two uh, and would let you break through uh, a trail left by anybody and not be eliminated uh -huh. so you know it's some snake light you know hybrid type of thing um yeah i don't know it's not speed based so i imagine you were in invested and looking forward to this one yeah no i was excited about this one this one this one should have been in my wheelhouse and i did pretty well on it um mm -hmm. it, it was not a disastrous challenge for me i mean <laughs> i would have liked to have won of course but i it, it was this this was a good one this was fun yeah yes um yeah everybody you know it's one of those challenges where the first handful of rounds is just kind of using the space <laughs> really yep. and making it difficult in the for the later part of the challenge mm -hmm. um we get to round nine is when we get our first casualty of maddie crashing into jordan's tail um yep. we move to round 13 court crashes into darcy's trail uh round 14 darcy and spenjamin collide into each other uh which yeah. uh found out that that was an intentional thing from darcy um, <laughs> really <laughs> uh yeah okay. and and it in looking at the uh trajectory of their light cycles it's not that inconspicuous <laughs> it's a little okay. obvious um in hindsight uh so so they're out we're down to seven uh smm crashes in the next round down to six and then in round 16 you and jordan crash into each other um which leaves four yeah people. Uh, so yeah it's... which was it was which was intentional on my part um i decided when i was going out i might as well take somebody out with me um it was not actually aimed at jordan neither one of us was in a spot on the board at that point where we had any actual future right um so i took her out for the fun of it as i went out <laughs> yes uh so yeah. that that left um waxler and bird and uh beans and uh staff as the final four and then a couple of rounds later waxler crashes and then the next round bird crashes so we have our final two of beans and steph and they go on for another like five rounds yeah. uh but of course at this point you're kind of left in a scenario where like you just kind of see the rest of the map that you can move to and you know who's yeah. gonna win uh steph had given herself a pretty nice uh route around the uh border of the map and just waltzed her way to victory yeah she was super well situated yes. that was that was good i think this is the challenge where i didn't understand the mechanic of the boost um where i think there was something about how you could land after the boost and the fact that it protected you from the tail i think or something um 
mm-hmm. that would otherwise kill you that I didn't understand. And, and had I understood that, I would have probably made some different decisions early that, that would have made for... In fact, I do know that because there's a point where Steph does exactly that. She yes. boosts, lands on something. I hit you up in my confessional and say, <laughs> why was that legal? Yep. Why was she allowed to do that? Yeah. At which point you're like, well, you're allowed to when you boost. And I was like, oh, well, that would have been nice to understand. <laughs> yeah, I I think the the biggest point of clarity I think that was missing um, was that not only that could you break through a trail by boosting, but you could also end your movement on a trail right. and be safe. And I don't yep. think that was communicated uh, well initially. Yeah. And I don't, and like you said, I think Steph did it. I don't know if Steph had any other option at the point in the game where she was or not, but um, she's like, well, I got to do it. So I'll do it. And it worked. And, and I don't know if who, I don't know how many people were actually aware that that was a legal option, but yeah. yeah. I mean, I was, when I was, Bird and I were talking last weekend um, <laughs> and uh yeah, also did not understand that that was a legal option from what I had from, from that conversation. So, yeah. Yep. But that's that's cool. That's cool. It would have <laughs> it changes the strategy a wee bit. Um mm-hmm. I would have been nice to to get, but I didn't. <laughs> I didn't. Eh. Well, uh Steph wins immunity and yeah. as it were, I just probably one of the people who was least likely to be vulnerable at this vote honestly um so i don't imagine it really changed much in most people's heads as far as where they were planning to go um that being said uh now you do have to figure this vote out um where yeah i don't know what how how did I don't know. Where did can, it, your vote originate? Can, what did you end up doing? How did it go? Can can you can you talk me through where we all ended up on this one before I start talking so Absolutely. I don't complete votes? Thank you. And then yes. I will then I'll be like, "Oh yeah, that." Oh yeah, that. Okay. So, Thanks. 11 people, the yep. six Euphoria members all voted for SMM. Clean yep. sheet. Uh, you and SMM and uh you and smm both voted for court yep and then beans court and waxler all voted first benjamin yep. so it was a six three two um you know i'd have to look back at all the conversations around this to remember exactly how this one played out but if i remember correctly there was a there was a decision to split the vote for some reason like we knew um i knew that Waxler and Beans were not going to vote um, for court. And I think that we had, we had played out a split that also involved Bird, probably Darcy. Like there were other people from the other side involved, but they all end up going after SMM. And so our votes end up split, but it was an agreement. Um, it was an agreement amongst us ish, except for of course, court wasn't in the agreement because like, <laughs> she was being split on um but uh yeah so so that's a horrible day in my life right that's the day my dog dies correct and yeah 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 i'm I'm, i see the i remember the card that we sent you yeah which was very sweet it was Mm -hmm. so sweet um 
Yeah, that that was a horrible day. You know, woke up, it was a Monday morning. Mm-hmm. He'd had a seizure. It was awful. Um, you know, he died in the night. I've got a t- his sisters just sitting on the sofa, wide-eyed and terrified. Like, um, the boys, you know, helped me sort of handle the situation, but I dropped them off at, off at school and then finished, like, went to the vet after. Um that was such a bad morning. Sorry for having to add a trigger warning to this whole conversation now. Um, but I was not in a good place. And I thought Bird was with me on this vote. Um, I did not have any inkling for a moment that SMM was going to go. And when SMM goes, I, I was hurt and I was angry and I was weeping because I was also so raw from losing my dog. And, um, yeah, rolled into Bird's, my DM with Bird, and was like, don't fucking ever do that with me to me again, right? Like, that was not cool. Um, yeah, yeah, that was like, you owe me. <laughs> I should have used that more, but you owe me. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. It's, I mean, and this is, you know, kind of, Another example of the way that the game and the real life stuff interact and um, influence each other. Yep. Um, yep. Yeah. And I remember thinking as I rolled into that sort of afterwards and being so angry and so hurt and so sad that. I was, I did intentionally play it. Like, I, I knew in my head um, that I could stop myself, that I could be more rational about all of this, that I didn't have to play it so hard. Mm-hmm. Um, but I made a very conscious decision at that moment. I was like, I'm angry and I'm hurt and I'm sad and I'm just going to lay it all out there, right? Um, I'm going to make Bird feel as bad about this decision as I possibly can. Mm-hmm. So... So that was that was a choice. That was a choice, um, and I think it it probably at least impacts the next three votes. Yeah, um, absolutely. So, so that that happened. It's it's a really I don't know. It, it's you know getting blindsided whether you're the person being voted out or just one of the other people in that sort of blast radius. Um, mm-hmm the the i i feel as someone who has watched this happen a count you know a handful countless number of times that (laughs) people in my view have so much restraint i think it's inhuman um because i am the kind of person that i don't know that i could ever get past it if it happened once with any yeah. person that I was playing with. Um, I, you know, it's a big part of why I don't play. Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> there's Fair. that. But it's, it's, you know, it's, and, and, and I'll admit it's, in, in that sense, like it's very vindictive. Um, yeah. And I, I embrace that side of things so much. <laughs> like, I especially like I don't know I I get it a lot when I watch movies and there are characters who aren't even necessarily villains 
but like i don't know there's like a trope in a lot of movies that focus on like kid main characters where um something extraordinary happens to them and they try to tell a parent or an adult what's going on and because it's a movie and because of the scenario you're in it that's happening like the adult shrugs them off they're just a kid they ignore them it's crazy and and you know if your kid comes to you and tells you that i don't know there's a dragon living in their closet like okay you definitely should have some skepticism about (laughs) about that claim Uh but when you watch when i watch those movies uh, in that trope like all I, I i'm just waiting for the moment to come at the end where the kid gets to lord the truth over that adult somehow yeah. and rub their face in it i live for those moments in movies <laughs> and i love that i it's and it's not so much that like i want to see that other person hurt necessarily but i just want them to realize that what they did in the past wasn't okay or that they misjudged something or they didn't handle a scenario the right way and and i think that's the thing that applies here in that like yeah bird's not an awful person obviously bird's great but in this instance bird handled the situation poorly uh specifically with you and you know depending on how you view the scenario like with other people or maybe they didn't depending on how you view the season right like yeah that's the tricky thing Um, clearly it worked yeah something about it it paid off um but it's it's you know i am so like i am very always surprised that you know your exchange with bird after this vote isn't more common like yeah i feel like that should be happening almost every vote like we (laughs) when you watch the show and you see the the tribe come back to camp after the vote on the very start of the episode like i don't feel like that happens in orgs that often where everybody trundles back into camp and all of a sudden like it's just you know people spitting venom at each other because of the thing they said they were going to do and didn't do right yeah and in orgs most of the time i feel like people are just like oh man i really wish you would have let me in on that vote but all right we'll get him next time (laughs) champ or whatever Uh, right (laughs) which is fascinating (laughs) and mildly infuriating (laughs) yeah Uh, it is yeah yeah it I mean, it is, and, you know, in my head, I had been, you know, lied to by somebody who I was very close to, who I saw as, not, you know, not a core ally, but definitely an ally, somebody I wanted to play with through a lot of the game. Um, but I also, you know, taking out SMM there felt like a shot across the bow by Euphoria, mm-hmm. right? It definitely felt like the, oh, we've got the numbers to take you out one by one. Um, And we may well do that. And so it, you know, it it both felt like a very personal betrayal. And also (laughs) it felt like um, it felt like a possible foreshadowing of a a situation I didn't want to be in now. The other half of that is 
you know, I wouldn't have minded seeing Court go there once again. Like, I would have really enjoyed seeing Court go, and that would have also looked like Euphoria was going to go on ahead and take us the rest of the way. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I I don't know. Um, but that that was a really rough day, and I think, um, you know, I, I was very much more vocal than I ever would have been, and less politic than I ever would have been um, if it had not been a personally disastrous day as well. Um, but mm-hmm. yeah, and that, that does just start my, my trend in orgs of losing an, a teenage <laughs> ally, um, as the verge boot. Yeah. Yep. I've done it uh, at least three times. <laughs> Warning Woo-hoo. for anybody who <laughs> plays yeah. with you in the future. Right. It's, and I promise it's not that I ever turn on them. It's that, like <laughs> everybody around me does. Oh. Yeah. Um, yep. Yeah. So, yeah, bit of a uh, bit of a yeah. shock, bit of a bit of a surprise here. Um, SMM is also confirmed to be the first member of the jury as he yep. is voted out. Uh, so we are officially in in jury territory. Yep. And so I'm curious how that affects anything for you um at least in this game that you were playing or whether you even felt like you were in a position where it would matter at all um you know at the time i wasn't thinking a whole lot about jury votes and where votes might fall based on that i mean it was nice to know that smm i think knew i was with him to the end Mm -hmm. um that you know, you it, it is handy sending somebody off when somebody heads off to the jury and um, you were with them, despite the fact that you got I got blindsided. Right. That there's an advantage numbers wise if you can make it to FTC. Yes. Um, and boy, would it have been an advantage. Let me like I will talk about Ponderosa at some point. But SMM was like, I, I think um and this will come up again later, but I'm pretty sure the fact that SMM sits on that um, injury and colors the views of every single person who comes in after him, um, I was I became a front runner to win if I had gotten made a FTC. Right, all of a sudden, that move changes my prospects, and I didn't even know it was happening. Right. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah. the hypothetical of you Waxler and Beans. Um, mm-hmm. just got a lot nicer <laughs> in your it seat. did and I didn't even know it but yeah. it got real nice um, for me mm-hmm. in that scenario yeah <clears throat> um, okay so what what does the what are the steps for regrouping for you like how do you you know you you, you mentioned in in what you said to Bird that like you know not only does this make it appear as though Euphoria is going to knock out Mirth one at a time, but yep. a lot of what the plan, a lot of the plan revolved around your connection to Bird, and so yeah. that is in in potentially in in Waxler and Beans and and Eyes just ripped apart completely. Yeah. Uh, what I don't know. Like, are you? Do you go to them first? Uh, are you trying to salvage 
other relationships, form new ones? Like, how do you rebuild? Gosh, I don't, I don't know. Like, I remember, uh, you know, I, I just remember being so incredibly angry. And, um, you know, I certainly went, went to Waxler and Beans and we had all been blindsided on that boat. Um, it was, it was stunning to every one of us. Um, you know, there's, I'm certain there was sort of conversation about, you know, can we, can we pull court back into the fold? Is there a way, um, now that we have burned that bridge so soundly to undo the burning, um, you know, and obviously the other thing I did and it plays out for the next three tribals is I go to bird and I'm like, we've been, you know, like we've been closed this whole time. You just burned me. Um, like, what are you going to do to fix it? Right. So, um, and, and while beans and Waxler certainly didn't buy that, that was going to be a working strategy. I believed it had a shot. And as it played out, um, up through those next tribals, you know, clearly regard, regardless of what birds intentions were, um, in each of those next tribals, it, there is a systematic taking out of OG euphoria folks. So, yes, this is true. Yep. Um, all right. Which, which kind of rebuilt that trust some, and then leads to my ultimate demise, but (laughs) here we go. Yep. 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 Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. Next immunity challenge was the carousel. Um, this is like, we did a challenge in our second season, uh, musical chairs. And that's basically what this is, uh, where there are only enough horses for everybody, but one person in each round to ride on. And, uh, if you're that person, odd person out, you are eliminated. Um, it starts out fairly simple, uh, where you just have to type in my horse is yellow or whatever color your horse is. (laughs) You get a horse. Um, and then it becomes spell a word backward as a command. Not that bad. Um, you're able to do that fairly straightforwardly. Um, we're also peppering in some fun facts as we go along that if you've ever played an alliance challenge, you know that they <laughs> will probably come into play later on. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then we drop in a gift box. Only one player can claim it but no one has to. If you claim the box, you forfeit the challenge and the contents will be revealed to you in your confessional channel after the challenge is over. Um, Court snaps up this box pretty quickly. Uh, So I don't know if you ever considered taking the box or knew that it was an option before she'd already taken it. I'll say I I wouldn't have considered taking a box at this point. Like, I was still feeling really shaken from the previous vote. I didn't know where I stood with Bird, and I actively wanted this immunity. Um, okay. I would, no. There's no way I would have risked, um, you know, I end up not winning, of course, so I might as well have taken a box. But <laughs> sure. um, but for me to, to do that at this point in the game wasn't going to happen. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. But I did, however, find it pretty telling that Court chose to take a box. In what way? Well, because I mean, again, that's that's giving up immunity. It, it tells me pretty solidly the court has, you know, um, well, okay, not exactly. The obvious thing that that tells you, right, is that court um, 
thinks that she's solid enough that taking the box is more important than immunity. That said, Court is not a challenge competitor, right? I mean, we'd seen it sort of over and over again in challenges. Like, Court, statistically speaking, was very unlikely to win any challenge in the season. Sure. Um, so possibly a very reasonable thing, right? Because depending mm-hmm. on what is in the box, um, that is far more um, valuable to Court than just losing the challenge. Yes. Which is a likely outcome. So, okay, fair enough. Maybe it doesn't tell me anything, but it definitely sends a message. I mean, anytime you step out of a challenge and don't go for immunity, you're sending the message. The message you're sending, whether intentional or not, is that you feel safe. Sure. And especially for people who weren't like the six people from Euphoria, they don't necessarily know that Court isn't the best challenge competitor. Um, right. And if they do, they don't know it nearly as well as anyone on Mirth does. So, <laughs> right. Right. Um, yeah. No. Fair enough. Um, yeah. The next horse was horses were math horses. Easy. Yep. Um, the next horses were correctly spelling a, se- a series of words that we've misspelled. Um, you got you're safe there as well. Um. <clears throat> And so we're down to five people. And this one is groups of animals. Uh, so group of crows, group of camels, group yeah. of porcupines, group of lemurs. And uh, this is your exit, unfortunately. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. It happens. It does. I mean, I I was going to have to search up. Most, I know a murder of crows, but other than that, I was going to have to search those up. So. Yes, that was the that's the only one I would have known <laughs> off yep. the top. And of course it's the first one that goes. Uh, yeah. yeah. So um four left, we go to we have another another box. Uh this time nobody takes it. Um so everybody it's a little too late in the challenge, I guess, for people to take a box at this yeah. point. Certainly. Then uh, the four four players left. It's the name of the first, second, and third people voted out, which I I like as a cha- as a prompt. Um, and this one's going to eliminate Waxler. <clears throat> Down to three people, and here we have callbacks to some of the fun facts from before. Um, <laughs> right. This eliminates Choco Beans, and then the very last one is the year of the season that the season is set in using Roman numerals. <laughs> yeah. Uh, bird quick on the draw bird wins immunity. All right. Yep. So um, now what? <laughs> well, I mean, you know, at, at this point, I think my general plan is to go back to bird and say, okay, you know, you said after the last vote that, um, you know, you you agreed that you owed me and you owe me. So who are we voting out? And uh, that, I think, was the the total amount of strategy um, <laughs> for, for this next vote. I mean, which is somebody who I did not know. I had not made any effort to get to know. And uh, so so here we go with Benjamin. Right. Yep. Absolutely. Yep. Um, you and Bird vote for Steph. I know yep. there was a bit of concern that Spengeman might have a, an idol or something to uh, yeah 
so we split things yeah um spenjamin of course votes for choco beans uh, was the name that they gave him but all in all uh fairly straightforward and um everyone sort of lives up to their their end of the bargain this time right exactly and so we are we are rebuilding trust yes yes in theory yes we are (laughs) in theory um (laughs) so spenjamin second member of the jury uh now yeah i don't know like on on the scale of like i trust bird to i don't trust bird um is 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 one vote that works out as intended equal to a vote that didn't or was the previous votes much so much more devastating that there's still more to build up now i would say the second thing is true right i would say that like i was looking for more flesh (laughs) than just a single vote for a person that i had and and uh, you know apparently um gosh where did i see that uh, oh i was talking to bird again um uh, the spenjamin had a really different impression of of his relationship with bird than bird had with him mm-hmm. um and i didn't realize that um because bird had talked to me a ton about jordan and darcy in particular um but had not really talked at all about spenjamin i mean you know the name came up every once in a while uh so it didn't that felt like a vote that bird could make without a whole lot of compunction in my head and so yeah i wanted more i wanted more okay yeah um in as far as this sort of uh one-sided maybe not one-sided but but definitely um imbalanced i guess perspective on on the spenjamin bird relationship did that i don't know does that did that clue you in in any way to possibly other relationships with bird being similar or the fact that the possibility rather that bird could that everyone could feel that way about bird if spenjamin could who bird perhaps had never even brought up with you yeah, I, I don't think I realized that Benjamin felt that way. Yeah. Right. I did not. I. That's actually a thing that I don't know that I fully realized until Bird and I were talking last weekend. And we have talked a ton about this game. I mean, we have absolutely dissected this thing, especially in its immediate aftermath. Um, so I that that honestly came as a bit of a surprise to me like seven days ago. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so I did not realize that was not one that I that I saw as being close. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it it did not register in my head as being the first example of bird taking out a number one. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, so uh, in the meantime, you continue to play skee ball. Uh, you got yeah. a nice blue elephant. You got. It did. I don't know what this thing is. It's a. Uh, Kind of looks like a mouse, but it has like a furry blue, uh, brown body. Some of these, yeah. I don't know. I have all of them. I'm looking at them right now. Actually, I own all of them, all three of them. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know what that one with the brown furry body is, but supposed yeah, to be. I think he's a. 
He has kind of a long nose. I don't. Is he like a aardvark or something? I have no idea. I don't know. Yeah, they they're really cute, but they do kind of strain the uh, the imagination as far as what animal they're supposed to represent. Correct. Yeah. Um, and then we get to uh, a cute little lamb with a nice uh-huh. red ribbon. Red bow. Yeah, and there he is. Folded into his his bow is a nice little advantage detector. Mm-hmm. advantage and uh, uh basically what this allowed you to do was ask us hey does so-and-so have an advantage and we would say yes or we would say no um they had to yeah. still have the thing and it had to not have been used yet is essentially right. the situation um how did that feel getting that i mean that was exciting right getting a thing is yeah. is exciting um you know i think the and and i i would have liked to eventually used it um i did not of course (laughs) i went home with it um but i also never felt like i had an opportunity where using it felt important so you know there's definitely a point where i kind of would have liked to have known if bird had that idol right the idol that wax ends up with Mm-hmm. in my head could have just as easily been with bird which is not at all true given how things actually played out but we will ignore that fact um but i knew that bird also had the goggles right um and so it didn't do me any good to try to use that to find out if bird had the idol because it was going to come back as a positive right because i knew the goggles hadn't been used because bird and i had talked about it so um yeah yeah, that that was an interesting, you know, it was inter- it could have been very useful. It did not end up getting used. Um and the person I most wanted to use it against, it would not have been useful on. Right. Yep. Yeah, no, fair enough. Um it's a it's certainly an advantage where uh it's it's super conditional yeah. <laughs> in its value. Uh and unfortunately, this time was not quite as valuable as it <laughs> could have been. Yeah. Uh, um, okay. We get to our only reward challenge of the season next, which is touchy subjects. Yeah. Um, perfect timing, as always. Uh, <laughs> you, you had said that you feel like you're somebody who is a good grasp on relationships and other people and how they're talking and all that kind of thing. Yeah. So this should be a good one for you. And it was, ultimately, fairly good. Yeah, fairly um, good, fairly <clears throat> good. Yeah. Uh, we've done this in a couple of different ways. This iteration was fairly standard in, here's 15 questions, tell us who besides you fits and satisfies the question best, and then, same thing, uh, except this time, tell us who the majority picked, and you get one point for yeah. each time that person wasn't answered. Yep. Um how much i don't know stock do you put into some of these types of questions i mean you know pretty much every survivor has a touchy subject i didn't know what i was getting into on this particular one um just as my first org that i'd played but um you know i think they can be telling i think that they but the thing about touchy subjects and for me at least is that it is it probably is less effectual um, than it 
like on a game basis, right? On sort of other than confirming what people already suspect, especially if you get like a a solid vote like we did on Bird being in control of the game. Yeah. Um, then it is it gets in your head, right? Um, if you get voted for certain things, if things like it is, I think it is personally mentally hard to get particular answers in touchy subjects pointing at you. Um, but I, and and it can be useful to sort of verify that like other people are kind of thinking like you are, at least to the extent that people don't just tank this challenge like Bird does every time. Right. right? Yes. Um, <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, yeah. No, absolutely. It's, it's tough because, uh, like you said, I think that there are a lot of people who approach this as, especially if it's not for immunity, a uh, challenge you probably don't care about winning. Uh, yep. And even to the extent where winning is potentially more harmful than it is beneficial in the long run. Yeah, um, for sure. We have tried to approach it in different ways to mitigate that <laughs> feeling. I know... Mm-hmm. In bread season, the approach was, we didn't care what you thought the best answer was. We only cared how many times you thought you were the answer was the mm. approach. Um, and so you got, so if you were the answer twice and you thought it would be three times, you got one point for that being one point away and smallest one. Yeah. Um, yep. And, you know, we didn't tell anybody that ahead of time, right? So <laughs> if you tank yeah. things, uh, you, you know you have to decide if other people tanked things and that sort of stuff. And that one was for immunity. So perhaps more important Um, here. uh, I guess to just pull out the couple that uh, you showed up in um, bird beans and Darcy all picked you as the person they'd like to get stuck at the top of a Ferris wheel with. (laughs) Fair. Um, Okay. The same three. And Waxler picked you as the person they would trust most to watch their kids slash pets. <laughs> Checks out. Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. okay. Um, Jordan said that you were the most underestimated. Interesting. Interesting. Uh, Maddie said that you think you are safe, but you are not safe. <laughs> oh, Maddie. Yeah. Yeah. Maddie's not too far off the mark on that, right? <laughs> Um, fair uh, Bird said that they trust you the most yeah how do we feel about that oh um, I think that's pretty reasonable I think you know this is going to come up again in these next couple of votes because the next couple of votes obviously um, lead into my demise but also are sort of the the crux of Bird's evil streak um and i think bird had at this point and this is you know outside of court um who again whole different story here uh with how that relationship developed and the extent to which that thing stayed very quiet um you know bird had jordan and bird had darcy and bird had me at least to some extent as all people who were who considered themselves very close to bird mm-hmm. right and and i think it doesn't surprise me that you know given that i think the court relationship still hadn't fully matured with bird right um 
that I would be the one chosen as the most trusted because I knew very well from my conversations with Bird about their frustration with sort of Darcy and Jordan going after each other and the extent to which Bird felt like they sat in the middle of that really rocky relationship um, over the course of the game. And so, you know, if you're going to look at the people on the cast, if you discount Jordan and Darcy because, you know, because of the relationship between Jordan and Darcy being difficult, right, and that intruding into Bird's world, um, then I become the next obvious person there. So, no, that doesn't surprise me overly much. Okay. Yeah. Uh, On the flip side, uh, (laughs) Steph (laughs) Steph trusts you the least. Fair. Yeah, I would say so. (laughs) I think that is totally legitimate. Steph and I talked very little, especially at that point. Um, We talked a bit more as we got further on, but that, that, right? I mean, you, you don't build trust with people you don't talk to. Correct. So, yeah. Uh, and then we're going to have a run here of Steph answers. Uh, Steph said that you were the most chaotic player in the game. Okay, that's kind of wild. That's I'm a little really... ridiculous. <laughs> I think that's a misread on Steph's part. Um, I'm probably just not understanding the game I was playing, which was about as unchaotic as it could possibly be. Uh, Steph also said that you mistakenly think you are in control of this game. Mm, probably not. not quite as far off. Right. I mean, I didn't think I was in control of the game, but I thought that I was, um, I thought I was really well situated and in some sense I was right. Um, but, but, um, I, I, I overestimated things obviously, Mm -hmm. or I don't go out. Yeah, sure. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, Steph put you down as the most likely to stab her in the back. (laughs) <laughs> that's fair i mean you know i i perceived steph um and and i have met steph since and steph is a lovely human being um who i really enjoy and think is great um but i perceive steph as a goat and i was not particularly excited about um somebody who had not put the time and effort and love into the game that I had going all the way to FTC. So Steph was absolutely right. I was perfectly willing to vote her out. I didn't see her as a threat, but I was perfectly willing to vote her out. And finally, Waxler put you down as the person he thought was the most dangerous to sit next to at tribal council, at final tribal council. Yeah, that's an interesting one. Yeah. Right. Um, probably the most interesting of any answer except maybe bird trusting me um (laughs) yeah you know waxler and i had had straight up talked about this um in our dms like the fact that we were playing you know we were playing similar games we if we can hold together you know we hold together to the end and we can probably do that but it's a crap shoot how the vote ends up playing um, you know, I think that, you know, Waxler and SMM had issues. SMM's already sitting on the jury at this point. I think Waxler's probably not wrong there, right? Even without all of the other sort of context of, of anything else that might be going on to Waxler's game, I'm probably the most dangerous at FTC. Absolutely. I would agree. You know, 
that's that is very fair because we he would have had such a hard time differentiating himself from me and i would even say like you kind of indicated with smm being the first member of the jury uh there's a i would say there's a very good argument to be made that you're the most dangerous for anybody to sit next to as long for this period of time um yeah i I don't know i yeah i mean i i think that's fair i think there's a good argument you can make and i'm hoping i don't sound conceited when i say this (laughs) that had i made it to ftc i win the game right i mean i think there's almost regardless of how things played out otherwise um i had i had a heck of a story to tell um as far as playing a super transparent game and people just letting me waltz all the way there right so um and people liked me you know they they may not have always trusted me but people as a rule really were fond of me as a human so and didn't see me as somebody who betrayed them right i think even even to the extent that like if i'm going to betray you i'm not going to befriend you so so people don't feel that sort of personal thing about me because when I vote them out in general, they're not somebody that cared about me all that much anyway, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. So they don't feel that sort of visceral <laughs> dislike of me. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I Yeah. I would say that there's um it, let's we're at what final 9 now. I think all 9 people in the game um uh, had had a shot at this point to get to the end and win um uh, i think just the the fact the fact that you know bird court and steph are our finalists and you know you can change one vote and change the winner yep. it, you know speaks to the uh level of the just the the balance i think there was um yeah and i think you know yeah it's hard to say you know had you made it to the end who were you going to be sitting next to would you have been able to make it there with beans and waxler would one of them or both of them been lost along the way um how you know would how competitive would a bird court bramble cat final three have been or you know, right. a Waxler Bramble Cat bird or a Darcy right. Bramble Cat, you know, yeah. Steph. Like, you know, I. it's hard to envision anybody getting to the end and, like, just running the table. No. Um, yeah, agreed. It's, it's, but, yeah, I think with, with the momentum and uh, just uh, build up that... Um, that SMM was going to give mm-hmm. you, it yeah. it's hard to say that you were not the most dangerous person in the game at this present time. Yep. I think. Yep. I agree. So, uh, as far as the results of this challenge go, um, you score a very uh, respectable 39 points. Yep. Um, I believe the maximum was 57 if I'm not mistaken. It's not bad. 51. No, 51. Even better. Uh, so you <laughs> missed 12 possible points in the entire thing. Um, not too bad. Uh, Waxler edges you out by a single point. He had 40. But it's Darcy who takes the win with 41 points. 
Yes. Thank goodness. <laughs> right? Thank goodness Darcy takes this win. That, that was theoretically, I mean, again, I know how the story ends, but theoretically, boy, is that a great thing for me. Mm-hmm. Love this thing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so what's going to happen is uh, we didn't actually, I think, I don't know how much we actually said ahead of time about what the reward was. No, we did We did say it would be a hot air balloon ride, but we didn't say that you'd take anybody with you. Right. Um, so Darcy wins and I am, I say, all right, it'd be great if you could, you know, have somebody else with you, Uh you enjoy the ride. And she picks you first. Me. I know. What? What? (laughs) I mean, I, I hopped into my DMS with, with beans and wax and I was like, why? Like, what is Darcy's game right now? to pick me at this exact moment. Um, Is it, you know, shoving it in Jordan's face just because like I didn't even like it was, it was so, it felt so random, not random because I mean, Darcy and I had talked and like, I I think we had bonded fairly well. And I think I was somebody Darcy trusted, Mm -hmm. but at the same time, (laughs) me really of, of anybody to pick. So here we go. So yes, Darcy picks me. Yeah. Um, yeah. In, in Darcy's confessional, um, she asked me if I, if she had to decide right away and I told her, yeah, this is more of like a snap decision kind of thing. (laughs) (laughs) And her response was, um, fuck, fuck, fuck. (laughs) I'm typing. So you know that I'm here. Um, Bramble cat. And I said, okay. And then, (laughs) and then I said, all right, let's do it again. One more. Yeah. Um, and Darcy said, uh, bird. And immediately after that said, that's a bad judgment call. I just can't. <laughs> um, so. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Now you've yeah. watched Survivor. They've done this on uh-huh. the show uh, countless times. Yep. And it is, there's, I think there's two general ideas that people do take when they have are presented with these decisions one they pick the people they like simple yeah not usually the best plan but it's usually the first thing you think of i I assume Mm -hmm. uh and the other option is to pick the people who did best in the challenge that didn't win i think is a really easy one to kind of go you can justify it yeah yeah um any other explanation than that (laughs) i think rings fairly hollow (laughs) Yeah. me like oh it's so-and-so's birthday or oh it's you know i promised yeah. this person i'd let i'd take them on a reward with me yada 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 um who would you have taken oh i was so glad i didn't win this challenge <laughs> so glad i didn't win this challenge um you know the the problem for me at this point in the game is that everybody knows Everybody knows that I'm in a trio, right? Nobody is under any impression by the time we hit this point in the game that I am not lockstep with wax and beans. Um, And it's because I've been very public about it because I'm an idiot, right? Um, This is the, again, examples of how I misplayed this game. Number one, um, I was so honest about that that 
trio, right? Okay. And I took them down with me. I mean, to be perfectly fair, I, I I think they were probably fairly honest about it too. Well, especially Beans, Wax didn't talk to anybody about anything, but that's a different story. <laughs> um, but you know, so there there certainly would have been room for me to just be like, well, everybody knows we're a trio anyway. Um, but I wouldn't have done that. I don't think. I think. I don't think it's beyond the realm of possibility that I also choose Burden Darcy, to be honest. Interesting. Right? I don't know for sure, um, but you know, uh, to to try to to try to firm up those additional numbers. Um, people knew I had the neural link with Bird. I I assume people knew that we had talked a lot at the very least, uh, and. Yeah, and Darcy sort of is another person that brings me in, like a connection to that other tribe. The only real connect, other connection I felt like I had to that other tribe that was at all solid. So maybe I don't know. Man, I was so glad I didn't win that challenge. <laughs> I I really don't know what I would have done. But Bird and Darcy are a they're a legit guess here. Okay. So are Wax and Beans. If I was just being, you know, if I if I stayed true to form. <laughs> which was a bad idea but. <laughs> um so you and, and bird and darcy get to go on a nice lovely hot air balloon ride for three hours um you yep. cannot talk to anybody else in during this time yeah. um and so uh yeah i don't know like it, just in terms of getting a chance to talk to the two of them um what are you hoping to get out of this excursion? I mean, you know, I'm, I'm hoping, I'm hoping that there's some sort of useful advantage out here. Um, that would be nice. And um, as far as the sort of social connections, like those two were kind of my thought of this is the way to build an alliance that puts me in a really clean place. Right. If I can keep Bird and Darcy together, um, you know, given the numbers at this point, I keep Beans and Wax as my number ones, but can also have a Bird and Darcy number ones. Jordan is already is going to be so pissed about this um, <laughs> that, uh, uh, yeah, I, I, I felt like that actually wasn't a horrible spot for me to be in in the game with a solid five where I'm actually the closest person to to the the two pairs on either side mm -hmm. not bad not no, bad not at all mm -mm. um so uh i guess eventually as time elapses i think <laughs> it's the uh it's like the hour mark two hour mark one of the two yeah i don't know um, i'm at a football i'm at a football game for this whole thing i'm like driving <laughs> at the beginning and Probably breaking several Tennessee state laws about texting while driving. I'm sorry. I, I didn't hit anyone, thank goodness. Um, that was not my most responsible move. Um, my apologies to the fates. Please don't strike me down. Uh, yeah, um, but I missed the first part of it, but then I show up and I'm at the football game <laughs> and talking. And yeah, right about that point, we uh, there's a you know, some sort of command that we type in. That, yes. yes. Yeah. I, I'd given a, like three or four, just like innocuous um, hot air balloon images 
from yes. the, from the bots. Uh, and then at uh, yeah. right around eight o'clock, I dropped in a hot air balloon pilot audio file uh-huh. voiced yeah. by uh, Cheese on short yep. notice. So appreciate him taking him <laughs> doing you, that. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't, I haven't listened to the audio in a while, but I don't think it was very complicated. Uh, you got it in two yeah. commands, so pretty straightforward. Yeah, it was basically just the the thing that she said all strung together, if I remember correctly. I mean, it was not, yeah. it was pretty straightforward. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it is an immunity blessing uh, yeah. where the three of you will privately vote for one person in the game, yourselves or otherwise, and if the yep. three of you all vote for the same person, that person will show up at the next tribal council and be given immunity. Yep. It's super straightforward. <laughs> um, Theoretically, yeah. 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 So, yeah, what uh, you're pretty quickly, I think you all decide it should be one of the three of you. Um, and then, yeah. <laughs> And then there's a lot of conversation after that that to me felt like nobody really wanted to like actually volunteer themselves in any yeah. meaningful way, but also sort of kind of wanted it to be them if they could get that. Uh, so right. yeah, I don't know. What was, was that kind of like a dance you were doing with the other two? I feel like they were doing it as well. Yeah. I mean, I think we were obviously all doing that dance. Being immune is super nice, right? It's like a, it's like a, little relaxation in the middle of, of awful. Um, so, so I think we were, but there was zero chance that I was going to push my name on that. Um, I, when, when we finally land on Darcy, uh, that seems like a really solid move for me. I feel like I'm already tight with bird, um, to give this to Darcy from me feels like i solidify that connection with her and um at least at that moment again hoping that i can sort of have a solid five that can then propel me further in the game seems great so a darcy immunity sounds good um again we are all well aware that we're going to roll back in and and jordan is going to be more than angry about how that played out and that that probably puts a big old target on Darcy's back. Um, yeah. So, so it seemed like if we're endeavoring to keep all three of us alive coming out of there, the person rolling out of the hot air balloon who's in most danger is Darcy. Yes, I would agree. Yep. Um, that's what happens. You all vote. Uh, you don't know that that's the result of things, but obviously it, it ends up being the case. Yeah. 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 Um, and so that brings us to Bumper Balls, another Google yeah. Sheet challenge. Um, oh, this was a fun one. I like this one a lot. <laughs> this this was this was an interesting one. Uh, so the idea was you started in a let's see eight by no seven by seven grid, and uh, you moved two spaces on your turn. And if you moved into a space that somebody else was moving, you bounced off of each other in the uh, correct direction based on uh, approximate physics. <laughs> yes. Yep. Um, and if such a direction could not be determined, we just sent you back the way you came. Yep. Uh, 
and uh, obviously we this is a pretty big area and there are but there are nine of you we were hoping that somebody would get bounced out of the the arena without us having to do anything that was <laughs> not going to be the case um so uh we established uh, a thing where every five rounds we would adjust the rules in a way that would mm-hmm. make it more difficult yep so yeah five rounds coming by pretty quick nobody's out of the game um and uh at the new the first new rule is we shrunk the platform so instead of seven by seven it's five by five and that was very that was a big difference especially with nine of you still there yeah yeah um and uh darcy becomes the first casualty (laughs) the very next round so uh, that immunity is looking pretty nice for her now (laughs) <laughs> yeah it is um and then we had a big collision ricochet situation uh that ends up knocking court out the next round um in round nine we had jordan and bird collide which sent bird off the platform huh interesting yep <laughs> um and simultaneously we had steph and waxler collide with each other and both knock each other each other off the platform <laughs> so down to four people and the next new rule was that we were going to tilt the board every round and so all you would be sliding one space in a random direction every round yep. so putting yourself on the outside outer edge became incredibly dangerous which was the idea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but for a couple of rounds, everyone's able to handle it until um, uh, you and Maddie collide with each other, uh-huh. which sends him to the edge of the platform. And your collision leads you to collide with Beans and sends her off the platform. She's yeah. out and forth. Uh, Maddie survives the tilt. And then we get to another new rule. And this was one we, t- I think, I don't know if we tested it necessarily. We might have. Where we added an artificially controlled ball in- <laughs> into the board. <laughs> yep. um, which, with the rule of, it can also be knocked off the platform. And it moves in the direction of the nearest human ball each move. Recalibrating every time. Yep. Very hard to plan around, right? Yeah, but you but at least it made predictable motion. Yes, yes. Yes. Um, it wasn't just random. Thank goodness. <laughs> no, for sure. Uh yeah, it was um so let's see. I think it's you and uh Jordan or no, it's Jordan, Maddie, and you who are left at this yeah. point. Yeah. So Yeah. Which is not great, right? <laughs> because these are the two people who, as far as I'm concerned, one of them's going home. Right. So here we are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's me, and I'm like, ah, got to win this one. Yeah. Because um, I don't want either one of them immune. Um, yeah. So the AI ball, everyone's able to handle that pretty well. Uh, yeah. So we moved to round 20, new rule. And um, 
right before round 20, the platform tilts in the wrong direction and Maddie uh, falls to his doom. Yes. Just you and Jordan left. Uh, the new rule is instead of two moves per round you now have to submit three yeah 50% more unpredictability yep (laughs) Um, and almost immediately it became incredibly chaotic (laughs) until we get to round 23 uh, which I drew a diagram (laughs) to explain what (laughs) happened for which was fantastic, uh, absolutely. Oh, it was. Oh, that was so much fun. When I saw that previous move, when I saw where Jordan was, I was like, I've got it. I've got it. Finally. Like, <laughs> I've got her now. Oh, yeah. it was so good. So, so let's see. The AI ball's on the top edge. You are diagonally down and left from it. And Jordan is diagonally down and right from you, um, yeah. forming a little triangle. So the AI ball, by design, is going to move down. It has to. Yep. Which you can move right, and the collision will send you down and the AI ball right. And Jordan being right below you means that unless Jordan moves left or right, you're going to run into her and send her off the board, Um, which is what happens. Uh, (laughs) You're bounced down to Jordan's ball. She is bounced off the platform, and Mm -hmm. you are bounced safely back into the center or the middle of the the board. And you win immunity. Yay! Awesome. But more importantly, Jordan doesn't. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) At least to me, at that exact moment in the game, most importantly, Jordan doesn't. Yes. So no worries about going home that night. Um, and now you get to kind of figure out what you're going to do about the vote. You had said it was between Jordan and Maddie. So how does it find a definitive target? (laughs) Well, of course, the way this all plays out is that Jordan publicly announces (laughs) that, you know, she has an idol. Um, (laughs) And so that, you know, complicates things. Um, And... But it also makes it real clear where everything stands. So, uh, and then she announces that she's going to play it on Maddie. Um, mm-hmm. You know, she's she's very transparent at this point. She's tanking her own game. That's pretty obvious. Um, there are plenty of votes, it seems like, from where I'm sitting um, to split across them, just in mm-hmm. case. So, um, you know, Jordan does in fact then sacrifice her game to save Maddie and Jordan goes home and Maddie stays and they, yeah. one one sort of chaotic element is <laughs> is gone along with Bird's first number one that I knew about. So. Right. Yes. Yeah. Uh, pretty dynamic. Uh, yeah. Vote here. Um, there's Bird yourself. And Darcy all voting for Jordan. Yep. Uh, Beans, Court, and Waxler vote for Maddie. Yep. Uh, Steph votes for Beans. <laughs> and then <laughs> Jordan and Maddie both vote for Court. Um, yep. So 3-3, three, 2-1. Three, Jordan then plays the immunity idol that she got half of from Bird. <laughs> yes. Uh, and plays it on Maddie, saving him. And uh, 
essentially sending herself to the jury. Yes. Yeah. Um, interesting. Uh, man. Uh, so I guess how I assume you, I don't remember. Did you know that that's how the idol was formed? You know, I actually don't. I've, I know now. I mean, I've known well, now yeah, for, yeah, a long, yeah. for a long time. Um, I do not remember if I knew at that moment. Um, but I think there's a darn good chance I did. Okay. Uh, that that at the point when when we knew Jordan had an idol, that there's a decent chance that Bird told me. Um, but I don't actually know that for sure. Okay. Um also worth mentioning that it is mm-hmm. during some t- I think the day before this uh, when is when Waxler found his hidden immunity uh-huh. idol in the laboratory that he told nobody about. Right, Waxler. Uh. <laughs> 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 yeah, that. That. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Jordan voted out of the game here in ninth place and uh becomes the third member of the jury and now what does that uh this is also uh the the tribal that bird uses a vote advantage to see who the first two parchments cast were voting for um they ended up being maddie and maddie so um yeah uh what what do we what's how does how does Jordan's exit of the game uh affect your game? Um, you know, like I I knew how close Bird and Jordan had been. Um there's an extent to which this is the this is the blood I was looking to to see. Mm-hmm. Um you know, I I wanted I actively wanted Jordan out at this point. Jordan and I weren't close. Um you know, the the irony that Jordan and Maddie vote for court there is not lost on me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but, but it did not, you know, it, for me, this Jordan had been um, somebody who, because of, again, the rocky relationship between Jordan and Darcy um, had been a, a difficult for, for bird to navigate. I was well aware of of some of those challenges and so even though i knew they were close you know this vote did not sort of make me think wow bird's gonna like walk down the road shooting off number ones at this point (laughs) right this was a vote saying to me that um bird had effectively chosen darcy over jordan sure and uh so that which seemed like a legit thing because when we come back again, when we come back from the hot air balloon ride, I know that there then plays out this incredibly uncomfortable conversation between Jordan and Darcy that bird watches. Um, and so uh, it, it did not, it did not surprise me that one or the other of them kind of had to go there because the two of them were going to start gunning for each other. And that put bird in a really bad spot. Um, I was distant enough that I was just glad that it was Jordan who went, who I wasn't very close to, as opposed to Darcy, who I wasn't. So. Plus, we all knew that Darcy had that immunity at that point, so Darcy wasn't going to go in. Right. Yeah. Right. 
so um what i don't know how to with with jordan gone um are you still i mean we're down to eight people now so is 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 this you still approaching the game from a perspective of all right me beans darcy bird waxler that's my five we have a majority now back back on to that plan i mean it seemed like a legit plan right i mean at least at at least at that point it seemed like a legit plan it gets a little dicey at seven i've got to say but you know at at eight i'm like that's you know you you gotta have you gotta have five and that's five yep um yeah so seemed seemed like an okay move right i kind of assumed that maddie was um sitting out there by himself after jordan's gone um steph again doesn't seem to be overly connected with anyone and is kind of in and out of the space. Um, I know that she's more connected with other people than she is with me, but even then, right. She's just not as present. Um, And, you know, I think it, I think in my head, I was fairly certain that court at some point connects with Steph and Maddie. Um, I thought that was a fairly logical move for court to make at, at this point in the game. Um, I wasn't real sure where the majority there was going to come from, though. I was feeling pretty good about the majority I had. So anyway, yeah. Yeah. Uh, All right. Well, uh, final eight immunity challenge was stepping stones. Uh, Yep. Back to the Google sheet. Um, uh, Here, everybody had their own row. Mm -hmm. And at the end of every round, you would move forward one space if you could um mm-hmm. if there was a wall in front of you you didn't move if there was no stone in front of you you hopped over it and essentially moved two spaces and if there was a slippery stone you had a 50 percent chance of landing safely and a 50 percent chance of falling and having to go back to the last non-slippery stone yep uh and so each round four of the eight people uh would get the opportunity to shift one column up or down a space Uh, and so half of the rounds that were gonna half of the movements you got you didn't get to affect the board in between that movement and the previous one which made it tough um yeah absolutely uh so yeah tell me this was uh took like two-ish hours i think this challenge (laughs) Um, about the, the upper end of where I think these types of challenges should end up and Uh preferably a little bit shorter, but it's fine. Um, yeah, I don't know. What did you feel about this challenge? How'd you like it? Um, I liked it. I think, you know, this one, this one was so telling, right? (laughs) This one was so telling about who was working with who and um who was going to defend who uh and who was going to go after right this mm-hmm. this challenge felt politically very <laughs> dangerous to me right yes. uh and it was i mean i think that arguably the challenge is and so i will say that i wasn't particularly bothered by the fact that I got left in the dust on this challenge, that I wasn't particularly involved in much of anything. 
Mm -hmm. um, that that didn't feel horrible to me. I I was feeling fairly okay um, going into this challenge. I, um, you know, I, I'm trying to remember who we were because you know, Wax and Beans and I were targeting somebody, um, or at least trying to make sure somebody didn't win. But it's hard to remember this particular vote, honestly. I don't really remember if the Darcy conversations had already come up yet or not. Um, but hmm. yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Um, but yeah, it still felt really telling. And it, it also, once again, like court doesn't know where she is on the dang board. <laughs> yes. So that, played that, a factor. that was so weird. Right. Um, I mean, again, love court, but <laughs> what? Like you don't know where you are on the board. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, I on a surface level, I can understand thinking that C on the board is court, but also <laughs> on a surface level, like there's no W for Waxler. Um, <laughs> right. Right. Or like we have two people whose names start with a C, so it well, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but yes, yes. Uh <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that was its own kind of special. <laughs> yeah, no, there were there were some good moments during this challenge. Uh, Darcy um, spent like forever stuck behind a wall, uh, yeah. I believe. Uh, yeah, no, it was it was good times. Um, <laughs> but yeah, there I, I'm not sure what percentage of benefit Waxler received by Court thinking that he was her on the board um to know how much that impacted the outcome here um, yeah yeah it very well could have been court or bird winning instead uh, had that been the case um or maybe not because then who knows how much that would have affected things and whatever um yeah you can't play out that game <laughs> but ultimately it is going to be waxler who makes it across to the end of the uh mm. across the stepping stones first wins his first immunity challenge individual yep. immunity challenge um but yeah you you talked about darcy um <laughs> that's one of your five what's going on <laughs> that's, that's a good question um you know i don't know i don't know i don't know what's going on in my head at at this particular point in the game um you know there's there's a part of me that um because I didn't reread and and I have a horrible confessional that doesn't tell me anything. Um, <laughs> not useful at all to review because I don't actually say what's in my head. And, you know, on the one hand, yeah, that was part of sort of what I had seen previously as being a five. On the other hand, like, Darcy had also been, because of the conflict with Jordan, been problematic for Bird. I knew that. I knew they were very close. But to watch, you know, to watch as Bird clearly wanted to take out Darcy, I was like, well, that holds my three together. Um, this is not maybe the best move in the game for me at this point. Um, but it's also not the worst, uh, except for the fact that I think it probably was the worst um or one of them one of the conceivable worst moves um so so yeah uh bird wants to go after darcy 
I'm glad it's not me. Um, seems legit. So, so we're we're going after Darcy, which again, mm. Mm. um, there this should have been the moment when my brain should have started going, huh? <laughs> like, what's the plan after that? Yeah. Uh, yeah, should have right, right. Uh, <laughs> but it it didn't. It didn't. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, uh, you talked about um, the potential for a court Maddie uh, Steph type of deal, and uh-huh. uh, not really uh, <laughs> because Court was too busy trying to bond with Darcy at this point in the game. I think that was trying. That was her main. Mm-hmm. I don't know quarry. <laughs> That's the right yeah, term to yeah, use. Yeah. Um, and uh, you know they ultimately are going to go after you at this vote. Right. Um, was that something you were aware was going to happen? Yeah, I th- I think I was, right? I knew that I was... I thought I had the numbers on my side to take out Darcy, um, and I knew that at that same moment I was the other vote. Okay. Um, so, yeah, yeah, I, I knew... By the time we hit this vote, I know that I'm going to be the one catching the rest of the votes. But, again, I'm feeling pretty confident. And, you know, to be fair, um, knowing I was going to catch the rest of the votes, knowing that Darcy had at that point decided to go after me, uh, took away any guilt that I felt about going after somebody who I thought um, I might have an opportunity to ally with. So... Um, it there is something very freeing about knowing that somebody is going after you when you go after them. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, and the nice uh, sort of cherry on top is that there will only be seven people, so you don't need five people at the next vote. You only need right. four. Theoretically. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that next vote. We're about to... We're about to... And to the end of my world here. Oh, sad day. Um, yeah, I guess, uh, you know, as the votes are being revealed, vote for you, vote for Darcy, vote for Darcy, vote for you, vote for Darcy, vote for Darcy, vote for you. Um, was, was how much of you was concerned that maybe you didn't have the votes that you thought you did? It's always nerve wracking to see your name out there. Um, but I was feeling fairly confident, right? The confidence that I feel in the next vote, in the seven vote, um, when I go, is the same confidence I feel in this eight vote. And the eight vote goes my way, which I think is is part of what sets up how I feel like the strategic error of, of the F7 vote. Um, is that I, that one, you know, F8 doesn't turn on me that makes me feel confident in my allies at that point and i'm feeling okay that that you know f7 will be all right okay kind of kind (laughs) of okay well we'll get this one yeah f7's the you know obviously the crux of my game so yes yeah (sighs) all right yeah darcy voted out five to three becomes mm-hmm. the fourth member of the jury. We are down to seven people. We've come so far. Oh, um, so far. <laughs> and uh, 
This it's so good while it lasted. Oh, hmm. yeah. Um, <laughs> so this immunity challenge is the Hall of Mirrors. Yeah. Uh, I believe Jeffrey oh created all of the puzzles for this one. Yeah. Um, really, I believe Dano put the idea in our heads of the kernel of like what this challenge was with something he gave us once upon a time. It's been a long, I don't remember everything, but yeah, uh, neither do I, obviously. So we're so, good. We're good. We're su suffice to say, uh, I posted an image and it had, um, in the, at least in the beginning numbers down both sides and using just 90 degree angles, you had to map a path that the light would travel from one number to the other side and find the pair of numbers that matched up. Yep. yep. Um, so, you know, uh, speed is important, but it's not the only thing that matters. We gave you, I think, 10 minutes each round. And uh, yeah. you, let's see, I forget how the mechanics of this works. Um, yes, after everyone has answered correctly or time has expired, we eliminate a player based on yep. the following criteria, whoever had the fewest mis uh, fewest mistakes, then fastest. Um, yep. So um, if everyone answered correctly on their first try, whoever answered slowest would be eliminated, and then otherwise it was whoever had the most mistakes. So you could answer yep. as many times as you want, <laughs> but that's not really the right way to play the game. <laughs> no, it's not. Um, so uh, these started out on on the simple side uh with just you know two sides uh that you had to worry about um how did you feel about this challenge mechanically oh this challenge was a blast i really loved this one okay and um like it was very fun now the speed element was was a bit problematic and, and the reason the speed element, I will say, was a bit problematic was not because of speed, but because there was a pretty big, if once you understand the mechanic, and I will say there were three people in this game that did not ever understand the mechanic, right? Yeah. Court and Steph and Maddie didn't get it, right? That, that, this just wasn't their game. And none of them could reliably find the path out, right? Bird, Waxler, Choco Beans, and I all understood the mechanic and could all reliably find our way out. So it came down to who could get to the path fastest, yes. right, for the four of us. The other three fall off because they actually don't understand how it works. Um, and so then it becomes a speed game because none of us are making mistakes. Mm -hmm. But the complexity was not in the speed game necessarily, right? It was in the order in which you try the path. So yes, yes. you could start anywhere you wanted, but there's a randomness, you know, and I had it happen. I got lucky a couple of times and it was one of the first couple of paths I tried. Um, and the one I went out, I think it was the last path I tried. Right. I it's just you had to kind of choose where you wanted to start looking because you didn't see it. all. You couldn't see it automatically. Um, maybe somebody's brain could, but my, mine certainly couldn't. Um, right. So that given that we were all equally good at the game itself, um, at finding the path, then it just became a matter of who chooses the right starting point to get out correctly. Right. Um, and, you know, like where I go out, um, I didn't 
choose the right starting point. So there you go. Right answer, too long. But it again, it wasn't a speed game in the same way a different speed game might be because you, mm-hmm. the path, the way you approach the paths mattered, and there's Correct. no way to know which way to start. Right. No, absolutely. I I agree. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's it's fun know, game it's, though. <laughs> fun game. I liked it. It was a cool puzzle. Good. Uh, yeah. You go out in third, uh, leaving mm-hmm. Bird and Waxler as the last two. Yeah. Um, uh, so in the second, in the puzzle, you, in the one we, you went out on, we removed the grid lines <laughs> to yep. make that more difficult. And then in the last one between uh, Bird and Waxler, we added a vertical connecting yep. um, path as well. And so yeah. both of them got the correct answer. They both got on the first submission. It took bird one minute and three seconds longer than waxler so waxler wins another individual immunity challenge yeah good on yeah him. and i i still wanted to know you, you <laughs> wouldn't answer me um in my comp <laughs> as to where where my time fell on that final thing i was so curious because i did it and i got the right answer of course because we all understood the mechanic of the game um and i was very curious and you wouldn't answer me <laughs> i can do that right now though um <laughs> I absolutely can. I'm surprised I didn't post it in like the lounge somewhere. Um, but let's see. Uh, Waxler. Waxler has too many confessional messages. <laughs> um, don't worry, I don't have too many. And this is kind of right at the end for me. So yes. Um, all right, here we go. So. Your your answer came in at 9, 12, and 44 seconds. Uh-huh. His answer came in at 9, 12, and 56 seconds. Oh, my God. Yep. Are you kidding me? I am. Oh, man, I had it. You did. Uh, that would have changed everything, too. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even know what would have happened. <laughs> I don't either, but uh, well, clearly the conversation looks different. Oh, for sure. Um, yeah. So, all right. Uh, before we, we talk that about... Is so... Okay, thank you. <laughs> I feel so good now. I'm actually really glad that I, I would have won. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I, when I went back to look at the uh, immediate aftermath of the SMM vote in your DM with Bird... Uh-huh. One of the things I noted was the very next morning, Bird reaches out first and says, I'm trying to rebuild trust here. And I think one way I can do that right now is with information. I have an advantage I want to tell you about. I'm not sure how to use it, but I figure telling you will show you that I trust you. And that's when they tell you about the glasses that they have. And your response, you were busy in meetings that day, but you included in your response i do think that information can absolutely help to rebuild trust which becomes interesting when bird chooses to use their glasses <laughs> after me. this challenge on you in your dm with choco beans yep that's a lot that's that's trust right there <laughs> that is check out all that trust that's great oh boy. trust um <laughs> That, no, that's great. Uh, I love it. Um, that's funny. So, yeah. Uh, 
what's what's the plan uh, okay <laughs> so i have replayed this moment in my head a thousand times right mm-hmm. i mean this this is obviously the end of a game that i cared a lot about um man i'm gonna have to not actually cry um because this was tough right so we come out of this out of this challenge waxler has won and has immunity mm-hmm. um and the three of us start talking about who we need to grab for a fourth right and and trying to figure out who the person is who is most likely to want to be a fourth with a very public trio who has never turned on each other. Yes. Right? Because that's brilliant, right? <laughs> um, and and we, so we're already in this situation. And this is where um, I think it, it's hard to replay this vote without sort of understanding the lead up that got us here right that that we're we're not at this point at a time when anybody is going to buy that the three of us are going to turn on each other right right? there's no universe where we can walk to somebody and say you know what any of us can walk to somebody and say you know what i i'm actually going to dump these two people (laughs) who have been like in lockstep with me for the whole game i'm going to go with you instead yes right there was no playing that argument and more uh-huh. to the more and also on top of that like the the four options you have include yeah. Steph and Maddie who have no connection to either, any of the three of you right. uh Court right. who you've all kind of shunned <laughs> and uh-huh. that just leaves Bird and Bird yeah um but Bird seems a legit option here right Bird is somebody who I have talked to every day for the whole game right we we have not always voted together obviously burn bird burned me really badly with the smm vote vote um but at the same time we've shared a ton of information we are very close um you know i am i don't see myself as birds number one i think that's that's sort of one of the the generalizations that gets made um I don't assume that I am Bird's number one, but I don't know who Bird's number one is at this point. I don't realize it's Court. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know how I could have realized it was Court. Right. And um, so, so I I don't assume myself to be Bird's number one because Bird's not my number one. I don't ever pretend Bird's my number one because uh, everybody knows that Waxler and Taco Beans and I are are absolutely solid. Yeah. Um, so we talk, I don't know Waxler has the idol. I wish I, you know, if I could have taken a step mentally back from the game, looked at the possibilities, because at this point I do know that the idol has been found, right? Mm -hmm. I am pretty confident that thing in the lab was an idol, um, and that Beans and I got there too late to grab it. Right. Right? I mean, that, that is, so I am confident there's an idol out there in the universe i think it may be with bird only because i know that bird has spends a ton of time in this game and has done a ton of searching Mm -hmm. um i doubt it's with waxler because waxler and i have been so close but that's dumb of me right that's a that's a absolutely absurd assumption for me to make 
Waxer also never did he ever I don't know I think at some point he tells me about the goggles but <laughs> it took rounds right it took forever it's not like Waxer was coming to me every time he found something and providing me with information I knew that Waxer was playing his cards close to his chest I I and and I remember conversations probably mostly with beans about like it's okay Waxer gets to keep secrets right we're all playing an individual game I know that um but at the same time like this was a big deal we were at final seven we were clearly huge targets as a trio um but without making the leap without sort of thinking through without without having that insight oh waxer's gotta have this idol or there's a real good chance he has it i think if i had at this moment in the game confronted waxler right i think if i had said hey man like do you have this idol i think he would have been honest about it um but of course i didn't and it didn't it didn't occur to me. And I continue to believe once I'm out of the game that Bird may still have the idol. That that it it's not until Waxler actually plays his idol that I'm totally confident that, that he had it. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, so I don't see the idol as being a thing that is useful. Um I don't see using my goggles to check to see or my whatever's whatever they were called, to see if if bird has an advantage because i know bird has an advantage right um so that doesn't help and i don't see steph or maddie or court as being viable options to partner with um but i do see bird as being a viable option to partner with and and the reason i see that is because um as much as i don't see court and maddie and steph as a trio in any way I see them all as being each other's most logical path to the end, right? Um, I, I see that the three of them, particularly Court, as thinking, you know, these are probably the people, given that I played a super weak pre-merge, um, and honestly have been playing this game from the bottom the whole time, and, and you know, she was not particularly well-liked um, by a lot of people on the cast, um, you know, that like she would think, well, you know, Maddie also kind of alone out here, Steph, kind of a goat. Um, those are, th- those are people who, who make good people to sit next to court at FTC. Sure. And so in my head, I think those three, without a doubt, if if Bird ends up alone with those three people and cannot, for some reason, immunity challenge win, and that's, I admit, there's a problem in my logic there because Bird's amazing at challenges and the three of them, I mean, Steph put together a challenge win, but for the most part, like, Bird was the odds-on favorite to win any challenge in that four, that set of four people. Sure. Right. For, Obviously. For sure, yeah. For sure. But, I mean, to be fair, Bird's the odds-on favorite to win any challenge. Um, Bird and Waxler. Um, maybe me in a in a pinch depending so so i kind of thought the way i can play this to bird um is like those three might be willing to say they're with you right now but it is in none of their interests to go to ftc with you you are way too strong a player for any of them not to want to vote you out um which is legit yeah right um Uh 
And while while it is also probably in our best interest, right, the three of us, um, to to vote you out as well, I know I know mentally how you feel about this game, right? Bird and I had talked a lot about the respect that we both have for the game and for playing the game and for strong players and for, um, you know, sort of the, the challenge of, of playing the game against the other people who are playing the best game. And I thought it was a good sell, you know, um, did I feel absolutely 100% confident it worked? Uh, no, I didn't, uh, but I was pretty sure it had. Um, you know, I was a little surprised when Bird came back and, and you know, Baldface lied to me, um, which is fine, right? This is a game. That's totally legit. I don't take that personally. Um, but I thought, you know, my favorite meme from the whole season continues to be me as the, you know, as like the 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 whatever uh pawn shop boss right um or mafia boss of some sort i don't know anyway basically this is the best i can offer you um and that's fair right it was a hard sell i knew it was a hard sell but i didn't know there was an idol in the waxer's pocket and i thought it was the only sell i could make and i honestly thought given everything i knew about bird and bird's personality and bird's appreciation for the game and how bird felt about the people in the game. Um, I thought it was a good shot. I thought it was a good try. Um, and I thought it was something that, that, that was convincing. So there you go, but it wasn't, um, but it's, boy, did I have hope. It's tricky. Cause it's not a bad argument on its face. Uh, right. You know, I think, you're not wrong. Like any combination of four people that includes bird at this point, that's probably the target, you know? Yep. <laughs> um, exactly. Uh, exactly. So it, it's hard, you know, so, but also by that logic, like, okay, well then <laughs> how does bird get to the end? How does bird find a group of four that they can get to the end with? Yeah. And uh, I think the answer in that case is clearly not a group of three that are very close to each other because <laughs> even if you were the You're three right. people who were the worst at challenges that's still i don't know if that would necessarily be enough to make them want to say they'd go this far with yeah. you or not um yep because yeah and and obviously i don't know if bird ends up getting the final four that they've really wanted with waxler still being there um and right. being presumably like the next best person to take them down in a Samotion type mm -hmm. challenge. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, I think I'm, I'm not sure what exactly it was that led to them deciding to go the way they went. Um, if maybe they felt that they just weren't going to have the chance later on, mm -hmm. if they didn't take it now to vote you out or not. Yeah. But I'm sure that's certainly a consideration. I mean, I, you know, I think it is a consideration. And the other, you know, the other piece that, again, I did not know was that Bird and Court. Right. Court had become Bird's number one. Um, and I, that changes everything, 
right? That what that means is that once we get into, you know, Ponderosa, and I'm talking uh, about who's making mistakes in the game and why people would do would do things the way they would um, without that piece of information, uh, all the assumptions fall apart, right? That that is key to how the whole that that one alliance there between the two of them, the fact that Court got her way in with Bird, drives the whole rest of the game. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, that's... And I did not know that. And, um, yeah, and when the game was over and I decided to go and look around, I will say I personally found, like, Court and Bird's DM in particular was heartbreaking for me, right? Um, so... So that, yeah, that's weird. This is a hard time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm the the Bird Court DM channel had um, up to the point where Darcy was voted out, which would have yep. been day ten ish, uh, mm-hmm. or the tenth day that the channel was uh, was open. Had fourteen hundred twenty messages in it. Um, yeah. A large number, but not by Bird standards. <laughs> Not at all. No, um, not even a little bit. Over the next 10 days after that moment, that channel yep. had 5,624 messages in it. Yep. Um, four times as many messages. And yeah, it, yeah. it, I, and like, I think uh, there's a lot of praise that gets heaped onto Bird for their ability to bond with people in this game. Uh, mm-hmm. Right, rightfully so. And yeah. It happens, uh, you know, it doesn't, but I think the the one thing that kind of gets overlooked is Court did uh-huh. did it too. And when Court bonded with somebody, it seemed to happen almost instantaneously, right? Yeah. Like it did yeah. not, Court went, wanted to, tried to bond with Darcy, did, took it, took her like two days and then Darcy gets yep. voted out immediately bonds with bird like two days later Mm -hmm. Uh, you know it happened like that and yes when you compare that to say your own bond with bird that had been going on for what like three weeks at this point roughly yeah more than that four weeks more than that four weeks yeah Yeah. uh that's kind of insane (laughs) yeah in a lot of ways it is I mean, it, 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 it totally is. And it, again, that thing catches me by surprise. Yeah. Right. That, um, when I discovered that that had happened, I, I was stunned. Um, because, you know, there had been no interest on either of their sides until like kind of that exact moment in the game. And yeah, I, that's court, right? Yep. That's court. That's not bird. Um, and I, I wish, I don't wish, I think court could have played that thing up better in FTC, right? Court could have really sold that thing well. And I don't think she did a good enough job of it. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's, it it was impressive, right? She is the one person bird never turns on. Yep. It's true. But, you know. That said, here we've got it at seven, and I, 
I never made any promises to Bird beyond F4, and it is not overly surprising mm -hmm. that Bird takes me out here. I am. I don't think I realized how strong a game I was perceived as playing. Um, and I think I was still, until I go, right? If I had survived that thing, I think I, I continue to be the odds-on favorite to win. So, um, and again, I'm not trying to be arrogant when I say that. I just think it was, I given that jury and given SMM and given yeah everything, right? Um, there, I I had a I had an increasingly good shot <laughs> as we went forward. Yeah. Yes, I I yep. I I concur. Um, and so... in that sense, Bird did the right thing because we're all out here to win our own games. So Bird did the right thing. So, uh, what was the, the like 10 minutes as this tribal council comes to its head and the votes <laughs> are revealed? Walk me through those for you. Um, so I knew I was going to catch votes. Mm -hmm. Um, I, you know, the, the first vote comes in for me and I'm like, okay. And then I see the second vote with my name on it and that's cool. Um, it was the third vote. Once the third vote hits, I'm like, all right, so so I'm done for. Um, and it's, I had, just before that tribal I'd gone and I'd picked up bread from swim practice and we're driving home and he just sort of casually, like, you know, he's good at this, right? He casually asks me how I'm feeling and I'm like, you know, I'm I'm feeling okay. Like it was a hard sell to bird, but I think we got this and I'm I'm feeling good that I know where the votes are and um yeah, yeah, I'm good. And then I come in and sit down to watch tribal and um you know, bread goes upstairs to to you know, hang out in his room and not watch me get pummeled. <laughs> hmm. Um and then the votes get read and I feel like my world has collapsed in on me because I've been so invested in this game. Um, and then, yeah, Brad came down and gave me a hug from Hirsch and it was very sweet. And then I cried for three days. So, yeah, that's kind of where it was. Um, and I, I feel like I'm remiss not talking about Maddie a little bit. Um, I feel like I missed that thing because there's a thing that happens the night before, uh, this last tribal where Maddie, and I know Maddie was, mm, this yes. is as much a part of Maddie's game as, as it was you know, there, but all of a sudden Maddie shows up in my, you know, in our DM and asks me about my coming out story. And we have this really great, you know, several hours long conversation the night before he votes me out um, where, you know, I was very honest. I think he was very honest. I end up having a conversation with Brett afterwards in which I'm like, you know, I don't know if you were reading that thing, but uh, if you have any questions for me, because it's, it's stuff I've certainly never told him before um, or hadn't at that point. And uh, yeah, that that was I will say that was another thing that sort of hits me in this tribal was sort of the immediate thought. Did Maddie was all of that from Maddie a lie? Was was he just fucking with me? Right. Um, and it sort of that also compounded kind of everything 
was going on my in my head at that moment. So, yep. Mm. Yep. And there we go. And we're out. Um, yeah. You you talk about getting as invested into these game this game as you did. Um, uh-huh. Describing it as your world shattering by being voted out of it. Um, yeah. What is I don't know, like what is what can you compare that feeling to in any other aspect of your life? Like what what else has ever felt as heavy, I guess? Uh you know, um when I've lost friends, I think would be sort of an example. Not not lost to death, um, but lost because uh, the friendship falls apart or um, relationships that have fallen apart. It feels very, it, it felt very similar to that, right? I think that's what I find so interesting about these games is that coming into them, I had no idea how emotionally bonded I would become with some of the people in these games, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like in what in what universe... Um, is you know some random forty eight year old bonding with like a you know a twenty four year old to the extent that you know Bird and I since the game ended haven't missed a day talking not one um, because you know I really do like Bird that much right um, we click we get along we're we're close and there's no reason there's no universe in which that relationship happens without some sort of something like this to sit behind it, right? I mean, we'd never sort of meet on the street and be like, ah, cool. Um, (laughs) We're just alike. No, we're not. Uh, So, so, you know, I think that, that was the, that was the feeling like a, like a breakup of a relationship that meant a lot to me, Um, whether it be a friendship or a romantic relationship. Um, That's, that's where that thing falls emotionally. Yeah. And this org in particular, right? Other orgs I've also been upset, but this one, you know, this was my first love, right? So uh, this this one in particular was incredibly hard. What was the, um, what were the, if, if you want to get into it, uh, yeah. the sort of reactions from, your family in response to like <laughs> you you know i you know obviously bread was following along closely with the season yeah. as it happened he was right there the whole time he knows and has experienced a lot of these emotions before and since yes um but for <laughs> but for butter uh your wife like i they can't possibly yeah exactly <laughs> yeah. they they like oh uh mom's just been crying for three straight days all of a sudden uh like how how does that right come about how do you manage that how do you make work it out how does it and then when it's (laughs) over how do you like talk about it if you even do like what is that like yeah um so i think two things happen here one is that um my wife was out of town for all of this. So comes back home 
I don't remember. She was at a conference or something. Um, misses the worst of it. Mm-hmm. And I am really grateful for that, <laughs> that she wasn't there because I think, you know, I needed to feel that moment, right? That was a thing that it felt very real to me. And, and whereas, you know, Brad was there to like, be like, yeah, I get it. You know, um, my wife would have thought I was being absurd. Uh, and, you know, she's amazing, right? She's a wonderful person, but she doesn't get it. Yeah. Uh, and I think, you know, anybody who plays orgs and has a spouse that doesn't play orgs knows what that feels like, right? <laughs> um, and so, so I was really grateful that she was not around because the last thing I needed at that moment was for her to sort of belittle how I was feeling. Um, you know, I think uh, that was also kind of the height of rehearsal season. That was like right at, the, uh, we were right at the point where Butter was um, in his fall play, like, and having like these crazy long rehearsals and cast parties and whatever. Like, we were right at the end of production for his fall play. And so he was out a lot. Um, you know, when I get voted out, uh, I hop in my car and drive and sit outside of his rehearsal or whatever he was in for like two hours. Um, that's where I read back on Pondy, um, was sitting in a car. Uh, so I think he wasn't, he was so busy with his own life that I was able to kind of like not around him you know, or at least not as much. I mean, it was, he knew I'd been playing a game. He knew I was upset about it. He knew I had cried about it, but um, I'm kind of a natural born crier anyway. You know, I love my Hallmark Christmas movies. They make me cry. Like for me to cry is not a particularly out of um, character thing to do. Three days is a lot, (laughs) but a little bit at the end of something that's emotional or nostalgic. Yeah, sure. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. No. It's okay. I'm fine. I promise. I'm not like emotionally unstable. I am. I am all good. I'm all good. Um, I want to read something from the very end of your confessional. Oh God. Uh, okay. Now you are going to get me to cry. Go on. Go on. That's great. Um, uh, so as, as we, as I do with everyone, every time somebody's voted out, um, I tell them that I'm sad to see them go. Uh, <laughs> It sounds like a platitude. But are you always? Are it, you always? It sounds like a platitude, and obviously, to some extent, it is. But um, it is always true in some degree. I won't okay. express how much to anybody, but it's always true on its ba- most basic level. Um, Correct. Fair. And so, the last message you send before we send you to Ponderosa is a message of you trying to. I don't know. I don't know, maybe, maybe rationalize or, or just uh-huh. explain away this feeling, these feelings that you're going through. And, yep. and at the very, the, toward the end of it, you say, um, when it comes down to it, the type of player who can win this game is not the type of player I am capable of being. This is a <laughs> game, and I had so much fun while it lasted, but I can't be the kind of player who can win. This is a really fun really challenging, really an emo- really emotional game, but this is not my game. Yeah. And I <laughs> I can 
uh, empathize with that a lot, um, as I've kind of alluded to already. Uh, but I'm curious, in the context of those words, how winning... actually winning a game you know uh sort of puts them into perspective i mean clearly i lied right (laughs) clearly you know because i i go on i've now played six orcs Mm -hmm. um i go from this one to um coming in third last boot in uh panel fiver I go from that one to being fourth, last boot in Cinemorks. I go from that one to being first boot in Dollar Viver. Uh, and then I roll into into Red Panda and finally win one. Yeah. Um, and then I sacrifice myself in the next Red Panda for bread. <laughs> yes. Um, and, you know, coming, like, I still don't know that I'm really cut out for these games. I still take them too much to heart. Um, I'd never play one of these games where I don't cry um, mm-hmm. at various points or feel really down at various points. Um, but I also think there's a part of me that's kind of, you know, was a little addicted to the high of, of like, and the high in the sense of being so emotionally invested in something, in anything. Right. Right. Um, because I think... Life, life as a parent gets real transactional, right? It gets really like, you know, how are we going to get kid B to point C <laughs> at the right time at any given moment, right? How are we going to, you know, get all the chores done this weekend that have to happen? Yeah, How are we going to do all the things that make life run? And you stop, at least I stopped. I'm sure there are people who have navigated this way better than I did. Um, but at least, you know, I stopped doing a lot of things that brought me that sort of really intense joy. Um, and, you know, things like choir, um, which I've been involved in. Are you still there? Shit. Yes. Still there. Sorry. Yeah. My screen just went. <laughs> blank and i was afraid that my computer had gone all the way to sleep it had just gone partially to sleep we're good okay anyway um so i've been talking so long that my computer gave up on me uh it's a hint it's a hint we're six hours in ryan we are six hours in we are um i'm sorry no it's fine (laughs) i said this would be short um i warned you you did warn me man uh so i think the you know those sort of emotional extremes are really appealing when you've kind of lived a life that has gotten very monotonous mm-hmm. um which doesn't mean i don't adore my family and doesn't mean i don't love doing things with them it's just like you know the same old same old gets to that thing and and in orgs i found this place that feels really intense and it's that intensity that i think kind of brings me back that and the people right the mm-hmm. people in this community are awesome um, and finding those relationships and those friendships. I mean, I haven't bonded as closely with people in works past this that I bonded in this one, um, or at least not in the same way, but I still love that experience of meeting people who are 
not where I am in my life, right? And maybe never will be. So it's a uh, it it's worth it. It's worth it for the high, I think. But the lows are really low um, yeah. in these games, and it is really hard to know that you're hurting people. Um, yes. And when you make decisions to hurt people. And I think part of what I was saying there um, in that is that I don't know that I ever had it in me to vote Bird out. I could have logicked my way left, right, and sideways through why I should vote Bird out. And, but I don't know that I could have done it. I felt too strongly about that relationship and that friendship um, that that had I ever really had the opportunity, you know, every time Bird's name would come up with wax and beans, I steered it away. Um, I, there was not something I was interested in hearing. Um, you know, I would say, oh, yeah, maybe later, right? We'll push that thing down the road. And part of what I'm saying in there is that um, I didn't know if I was ever going to be the kind of person who could, who could, intentionally hurt even if it's you know in the context of a game where we all know that we're going to get hurt um but intentionally hurt somebody i care so deeply about yeah no that's yeah it's me rambling no i mean it's a really awful part of these games (laughs) it Um, is it's 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 an unavoidable one unfortunately um, yeah. It doesn't always have to be quite as severe as it can be, um, <laughs> but right. but it it's it's very tough to not trample on somebody if you get to the end. Um, and I think a lot of people would say that if you do get to the end without trampling on somebody, you probably did it wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, <laughs> exactly. Unless you're Steph, exactly. I guess, right? <laughs> My... <laughs> Did not, in fact, trample on anyone. Um, <laughs> yes, um, that. Yeah. So. Yeah. Oh. So you 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 sit in a parking lot for two hours and <laughs> catch up on the longest Ponderosa we've ever had by a mile. Um, right. And then uh, now you're on the jury. You. Yeah. Join those who fought fell before you and what you can finally provide a an adult presence (laughs) in this yeah uh first and foremost um (laughs) you're welcome you're welcome (laughs) thanks uh so yeah like what what kind of what the dynamic at ponderosa uh, coupled with you know your own sort of reckoning uh as as you handle yourself being eliminated from the game like what what are you how focused on how are how focused how much are you able to focus on what's still happening in the game um how much are you listening to the incessant prattling of smm and darcy (laughs) and the others (laughs) i say with love i I say with love i love them um yeah like just how do you navigate the current situation well, you know, I think one thing that happens, I hit Pondy and, and, you know, I'm loved, right? There's nothing like sort of showing up out of a game when you're really down and, and appearing in there and not only hearing it sort of immediately, but being able to scroll back through 
and feeling a lot of love as you read through. Um, mm -hmm. I think it is, it probably distinguishes my game and my experience in Nexus Park from probably everybody else that played this season, right? Perhaps. Um, that that um, probably more than anyone else, when I read back on things that people said about me, um, and not all of it's positive. There are certainly critical things. They are correct. Um, <laughs> they are not wrong, but no, nobody's ever unkind to me. Right. And, and, and I'm not saying that in sort of the, that nobody should ever be unkind. I think that, <laughs> I, I think that these, I think it is very reasonable in these games for a lounge. If you're going to spectate a game, then by golly, you should actually express your opinions about people's games. Right. That's okay. Um, I'm, I'm saying that because of the way I played the game and because of, of who I am. And I think I started with a, of a heck of a lead on the fan fave poll, um, just <laughs> yeah. by being me that, you know, I walk out into a really kind and loving situation, um, that wants to build me up and boost me in a way that other people in this game probably did not get that same advantage. Mm -hmm. And so that's one of the things that I'm feeling. Cause I mean, Brad was, you know, Brad didn't tell me anything he wouldn't have. He's not like that. But certainly when he came down, he said, this hug is from Hirsch and the lounge loves you, right? And that was good to hear, right? In my sort of moment of like, oh my God, um, that's really comforting. So I at least knew that I was, <laughs> that, that I was loved and that other people were feeling sadness along with me. Yeah. Um, and then showing up in Pondy and having, you know, ev everybody there, right? I didn't know Spen. Um, not at all, but even he was like super sweet. Everybody was super sweet. Um, and, and I think the other thing that sort of plays out in Pondy on a personal level is, um, yeah, I do show up as the adult, right? And so when I start sort of hearing the Jordan Darcy conversations about Bird and is, was bird lying the whole time and were any of those relationships real and all of that. And I'm feeling that too, but from, from maybe a little bit more life perspective, I'm like, I know darn well bird wasn't being fake then. Right. I, I mean, yes, let it play out, reach out to bird afterward and talk it through. Mm -hmm. That's, that is a perfectly good plan, but I feel really confident that, bird was not playing us personally um beyond the fact that bird's just like a super nice human being who um kind of gets along with anyone even sometimes on accident um <laughs> so so i think that was another sort of thing it, it having folks that i got to kind of come in and parent i think gave me a little bit of of time to have perspective on the game and um you know yeah like i also hit up bird the moment we were done and was like hey um <laughs> and i was real happy when when maddie shows up and and says i just want you to know that uh i wasn't like that was honest that was real that was not me just fucking with you um mm -hmm. that i appreciated that a lot uh but you know, there is there is nothing like sort of getting to come in and be a bit of a protector 
to get you to get my mind out of itself, right? And to feel like, oh, okay, I can, I can deal with this because I know how to, I know how to be that thing, right? Um, I'm pretty good at that thing. Yeah. Yeah. Does that make sense? I don't no, know. It, it does. It does. Um, so now you can shift your focus toward final tribal <laughs> council. Um, right. When you come out of the game. Or I guess not. Maybe not. When when you first think about casting a vote at the end, what kind of what what were you thinking about? Um, I don't know how many people were still left at that point in the game, but you know who whose not whose names were coming up, and and you know what was that like? You know, I mean, I think the moment the moment I come out um, into into Pondy, the conversation turns to you know who's going to win. Right. Um, And who would you vote for, depending on who shows up? You know, one of the things like one of my bits of sadness was I knew that in allowing myself to get voted out, I was taking Waxler and Choco Beans down with me, almost certainly. Right. Um, You know, could Waxler have immunity run all the way to the end? Yeah, he almost did. Mm -hmm. Almost did. But that was his only path. And I knew it. and Chaco Beans probably didn't have the ability to, I mean, obviously she didn't, but not only did she not have the ability to immunity run, she, you know, like she probably couldn't have, um, any more than I could have, right? Mm-hmm. I was, I was not going to win some motion. <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, that is not my game. Um, and I wasn't going to win a lore challenge either because I hadn't taken enough notes, mm-hmm. uh, unless I had gone back, which is what I've done in other orgs but there's there was way too much data in this one right other orgs i'm able to to go back um in a day or two and kind of recreate a whole game and do fairly well on a lore challenge but not not this one yeah um so so you know like i figured without an immunity run waxler was out without without an immunity run choco beans is out um you know i i was I was a little, like, I was a little surprised that nobody went after Bird. I didn't realize at that point that Court was protecting Bird. Um, that that was so tight that they were protecting each other. Mm-hmm. And so I kind of expected that that those three, once they had the opportunity, once Court, once Bird was not immune, would choose to go after Bird, right? And then hope that they could choose to go after Waxler. And then I, I kind of thought those three were going to land again together. Um, Court and Maddie and, and Steph um, because I thought that the three of them would perceive each other as, as the most likely people they could each beat. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because in my head, um, Bird had played an absolutely dominant game, right? And and even though I was sort of emotionally hurt by, by that situation, um, I am always another thing if you ever play an org with me um chances are if i'm voting at the end of an org i'm going to vote for the person who has the strongest game what i perceive as being the strongest (laughs) most powerful most dominant game regardless of my emotional feelings about right Right. um they those things i'm all about voting for the for the power player and uh and you know that i think is a thing that i've learned playing orgs that was, I think, pretty clear in this one, too. Not everybody votes on the same basis, right? Um, different people have different agendas 
when they voted FTC. Um, mine is voting for a person to win a game based on, you know, the outwit, outplay, outlast, right? You do those things, you get my vote. You demonstrate you've done those things, you get. Um, and and that is not how everybody approaches being a member of the jury. Obviously, you can see it in this <laughs> in the show too, and you could definitely see it play out here. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. would it be fair to say that in an as a juror, based on mm-hmm. the people who are left when you exited the game, it yeah. was. Well, I don't know. I guess if I think the only person in my head who probably had a run against Berg was Waxler. Okay, that's kind of where I was um, going. I mean, chocolate beans. I think less so. I think she. I love her. Um, I think she did a less good job of differentiating her game. Um, mm-hmm. She was less dominant in challenges, obviously. Uh, so. I think, uh, I I really think that in my mind the two players who had a really good case to win my vote were Waxler and Bird. Okay. Um, okay. So yeah. And I'm uh, glad I'm I'm actually grateful I didn't have to choose between them. <laughs> I'm sure. No, I I I'm, I believe that for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, uh, Maddie or a uh, court or. Uh, Choco Beans joins you <laughs> next after Maddie yeah. wins immunity. Um, yeah. uh, then at, at six or at five, um, Waxler wins immunity. And so yep. Maddie is the vote there. She um, takes up Maddie. Yep. And then at four, Bird wins immunity. And there. Takes yeah. out Waxler. Takes out Waxler. So. Um, that leaves the trio of Bird, Court, and Steph. Yep. And so, given your uh, proclivities to, in in your voting <laughs> tendencies, um, yeah. How you know you didn't? I don't know. We didn't get met any thoughts of yours in terms of your vote for Bird. So, in your confession, I mean. So. Oh, sorry about that. That's okay. Um, <laughs> I'm a failure. I'm a failure. I'm so sorry. <laughs> But it makes it makes this conversation much more interesting, though. Yeah, it does. See that going on, right? So yes. that's good, <laughs> good, good. Um, so as far as like your role at Final Tribal Council, um, you know, I assume you read everything that was said in there. I uh, did. So you know, how did anything Steph said or Court said sway you toward them? Did anything Bird say make you question? Uh, voting for them how was your opinion affected over the course of the few hours that this took place yeah you know I don't know that my opinion was really swayed in any way like I think if court had successfully made the argument that you know she ultimately held the puppet strings for bird right um, that could have been a winning argument in my head. It would have still been a tough sell um, for me to ever vote for court um, after the game. But it it would have swayed me some. I really don't know that there's anything Steph could have said. Love Steph. I, but, um, and I know that Brad has a fair amount of respect for Steph's game. Um, 
but you know personally again if i'm gonna i'm gonna choose the person who i think was the star of the game and bird bird was the star of this game um you know without a doubt like the the person on the marquee in front of the theater is bird (laughs) and everybody else is just hanging out in the background (laughs) right i might be there as like a side character somewhere (laughs) For sure. No, I I, sure. I hear that <laughs> and it, it makes total sense. Um, yeah. Yeah. Bird was the main character of this season. Um, yep. Yeah. Um, uh, absolutely. So then if, based on what you've heard, you'd heard at Ponderosa and what transpired uh, at FTC, how did you see the votes playing out in... <sighs> as a whole i really didn't know i didn't know how things were going to play out um i think there were so many emotions involved um you know having having gone out in that last position before ftc twice now um i have so much compassion for how waxler was feeling coming in um you know when you are in that position you're so raw and you don't ever get time to really be a part of the jury. So you are neither nor, you know, you're just, you're angry and you, you wanted this thing so much and you fought all this time. You don't have time to decompress with the jury. Really, you get a little bit of time, but it's not enough. Mm-hmm. Um, and you, you know, but you're also not in FTC. You're not getting to do this thing that you fought so hard to do. And, um, you know, I think given that and also given bird's poor choice of a parchment um yeah right um waxler uh waxler steph vote makes a lot of sense i mean i i would have been stunned if waxler would have been willing to vote for court um you know we were we were part and parcel of the mind on that one um throughout the season even if beans was much more of a court fan um, you know, I wasn't surprised by Bean's vote for court. I wasn't surprised. Like, like I don't think this. I don't think that the votes were surprising. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you'd asked me to sort of break it down and feel confident that I knew where every vote was going, um, yeah, I really didn't. I really and, didn't. Because I and I think if you had tried to explain the actual outcome we got, at a certain point, you'd start to sound like a crazy person. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like, right. Like, okay, so the three people who were together the entire game in you, Choco, and Wax are all going <laughs> to vote differently at Final Tribal? No. Right. Like, that's ridiculous. <laughs> and you did. Uh, did. You know? Um, it's, it's, it's wild. And yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, like you said, the, the different rubric that people yeah. use in these positions is just it's not something you can ever fully replicate in other mm-hmm. environments which what makes this so fascinating yeah. um is yeah you can have jordan uh voted out by bird in a sense um turned on by bird in a sense but also given an mm-hmm. idol by bird in a sense um <laughs> Uh, votes for bird to win and on the same yeah. side you have darcy in a very similar situation would not have voted for bird in a million of years no. <laughs> at that moment 
<laughs> and yet those relationships have stayed strong. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it, it's, it's so interesting. It is so, I think this, you know, now again, now that I've played several of these games and I've, I've watched how FTCs play out. This is the weirdest FTC. <laughs> you know, it was just, it, it was like we all, because we all talked so much, right? Ponderosa was absolutely alive. And I was grateful that it was alive, right? Mm -hmm. I, I needed that space. That space was really helpful to me sort of to, to like put things together and to try to like get past this game in some way. Um, but you know, we talked about it all the time. We were always coming back and ranking how we would do people. And I, my people moved around too, right? Um, there are points, I think, early on when I probably was a little bit anti-bird. Um, <laughs> not surprisingly. Uh, and, and, it, and by the end, you know, I think we all were very respectful of where each other's votes were going. And none of us was really selling anybody on anything anymore. I think we were all pretty sad, <laughs> think of Ponderosa, that the options were what they were before us. And that is not, I mean, I'm not trying to slight anybody who is sitting at the end, right? Um, I think Bird absolutely deserves this win. Um, Court did a great job of repositioning a, a, an incredible, what had been an incredibly weak game and, and nearly taking it all. Um, mm -hmm. You know, Steph... By golly, I don't know how she flew under the radar for the whole flipping game, but there she went. And yep. and you know, I'm and I'm not I'm not trying to denigrate any of their games, but pretty much to a person, the people in Ponderosa were not happy with who we had to choose from at the end. So there was that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and and I think that's what you see in those numbers, right? Everybody yes. kind of chose shows the player they could stomach um, a, a little yeah yeah i mean yeah. not entirely not entirely and I'm, again i'm not trying to denigrate anybody's game but but nobody got to choose nobody got to vote for their favorite right nobody got to kind of vote for like this is the person that i've wanted to win this whole time right i like, think even yeah yeah because i think you know in in most scenarios um you would probably see people v enjoy and and like voting for a dominant player that played yeah in a bird way except like the people that vo are voting for bird are almost all the people that got screwed over by bird <laughs> right bird. like yep. and and just because of how emotionally invested and how social bird was it made getting people to vote for you after voting them out uh yeah. that much more difficult and it made it that much bitter to to yeah. cast that vote at the end because yeah. um, it felt personal because it felt personal mm -hmm. um yeah. yeah and so the people that did did and then there were people who couldn't do it and then they looked to steph and court um and uh had their own reasonings for which one they ended up picking. Um, Correct. And uh, we end up with three votes for Court, three votes for Bird, <laughs> and two votes for Steph. And, wow. 
you know, we had, uh, I think, I think it was right around, gosh, now I'm not sure. I believe it was right around when we started to call for the votes that we realized that this could happen. (laughs) I don't think we were fully prepared for it at the beginning. Um, And I'm trying to see if I can, uh, because like I know in, in our very first season, um, it came down to one vote between Clever and GD. And if one, if one GD voter had thrown a, had voted for Meg, we would have had a tie there. And right. so I would have asked Meg to vote for the winner, but I wouldn't have, I would have done it after knowing the outcome, right? Knowing yeah. that there was a tie. And so, and so too would Meg have done the same thing. Um, she would have cast her vote knowing it was a tie and obviously, mm-hmm. if you're ca- if you're if we're asking you for this vote, you know that if it comes out, like that's what you're doing. Um, uh, so you know, we asked all the finalists to do this before we knew that there was a necessarily going to be a tie, um, mostly on the concern that there would be, yeah. because we knew, having read Ponderosa, that it was very split. Um, and I believe we even said all those channels I created that they voted in are, are I deleted them, but I believe I told everybody <laughs> that, um, we do this every season. This is not, I told them that we didn't, this wasn't the first time we'd done this. That's uh-huh. a lie. <laughs> this is the first yeah. time we'd ever done this. Um, and so, you know, we had all their votes. They, you know, gave us their votes, um, fortunately uh, in, in a very <laughs> brief amount of time and then i got all the votes from the jurors and i'm tallying them up as they're coming in and i'm like okay i know who's left it looks like it's gonna happen uh i don't know because like <laughs> we're still figuring out who's gonna vote which way on our own because we didn't know um yeah you know i think i could probably have pinned like four or five of the votes but not all eight and yep. um and then they come in and so like, all right, Steph's vote is <laughs> going to be the one. Um, yeah. Whoo. <laughs> Which is wild. It's wild. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And so, yeah. Uh, again, something that obviously we'd never done this before. It's not even in the rules. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, Steph's vote is going to break the tie. And the actual final vote from Steph gives the win to Bird. Yep. (laughs) For which I was very grateful. I wanted this for Bird so much, right? Um, Like, there was definitely something in my head that was like, you know, if it can't be me, I really want it to be you. Um, So I I was really 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 happy about that and and the reason i felt that way about that final three um which i will say i don't believe affected my vote i think i voted for the strongest player in the game i i will stand by that that bird deserves this win um but you know court from from a sort of a fairness perspective which is how i approach a lot of my life you know courts courts won a lot of these right um Mm -hmm. and steph you know, Steph played a good game, but I don't think it mattered to Steph all that much. 
right? Sure. Steph didn't care all that much. It, well, her heart wasn't, her heart was in it. I mean, she played, right? But her heart wasn't so tied to it. Um, the people at that very end whose hearts were really tied to it were Bird and Wax. Yes. And so um, I wanted somebody who cared as much about the game as I did. To yeah. So I'm glad it worked out like it did. Yeah, I I hear that argument loudly and clearly. Um, yeah. I think, uh, you know, when somebody talks about voting for the person that they think best represents the season, that's that's what you think of, you know. Yeah. Um, yep. And uh, yeah, I, I, it's that's that's how it goes. Um, it's yeah. It's a little. You know, it happens. Uh, it, it's tough to have to think that, you know, if you're taking so, that taking away from that result, the notion of, you know, people aren't going to vote for me if I'm not putting 110% into a game is a little tough, right? Like, right. if you put as much time into this game season as Bird did... Uh, <laughs> a lot of people can't... Ooh. I mean, yeah. you know, like, Bird is in a very particular point in their life where they were able to devote that kind of time right yeah. most people cannot i mean most people also cannot devote the kind of time i devoted to this game, right? <laughs> right you've got right. to be in a very specific spot in your life with specific set of responsibilities and whatever to be able to commit um in that way and i get that yep i i get that but you know like yeah no, you also I... get out of these games what you put into them so there absolutely. you go absolutely absolutely uh so yeah bird is the winner court runner-up steph second runner-up um we let everybody into the finale reunion channel um <laughs> everyone's excited and and then we get to some viewers superlatives everyone's favorite thing uh and boy did you clean up <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, thanks, y'all. I um, I don't know if I deserved all of those, but I will. I will say I was really honored, and it felt so. It felt so good to have my game acknowledged, even though now I can look back in particular and be like, "Oh, yeah." I mean, and I'll I'll say I, I didn't mention this. Well, I guess this is probably the time to mention this, but you know, I of course listened to the TBA afterwards because, like, I was getting a lot of love. So it didn't hurt me to listen to it. Uh, it was painful listening to me get voted out. Um, but uh, the, the TBA where uh, I go out, like, is the one where they decide to compare my game, our games, but mostly my game, to, like, the tenets of Survivor. And, boy, was I awful. Like, I just, I just screwed everything up. <laughs> and I was like, huh. I, I wonder, and I've been told since that they already had that planned before I go out. Um, but part of me was like, are Ari and Hirsch just doing this because they want to console themselves and remind themselves that I did not deserve this win and that they, <laughs> right, right? Was it a sort of a, it's okay. Like, Bramble actually didn't play all that good a game. Like, it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I, and they have both assured me that's not the case, although there's a part of my head. That still kind of hears that voice. I think it's kind of funny though now because I do. I can see all the. I can see it. Well, maybe not all the flaws in my game. I but I can see the flaws in my game, and I've never played another game, and never will like I played this one. 
you come away with <laughs> a player yeah. everyone most enjoyed getting to know. Aww. Uh, the recipient of the most heartbreaking elimination. There. Um, I the, appreciated that one. <laughs> the player everyone would most like to see play again. Aww. Uh, the always coveted Sydney viewer favorite. Yes. And 33% of the best alliance, the PTA. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I mean, there is nothing like having your game acknowledged. And I'll say for somebody who um, walked into this game thinking that I was going to struggle socially, right? I envisioned I would do okay on challenges. Um, You know, that strategy I'm pretty good at, but I was like... The, the people bit is going to be really hard for me because I'm not kind of naturally good at that thing. But I will say the setup of having DMs, of having sort of those spaces where I was able to have one-on-one conversations is where I shine socially. So maybe not so much. But <laughs> but to have people kind of acknowledge me as a, as a person um, who they enjoyed watching and they enjoyed like like spending time with in this space was really an ego boost. You know, I think that was pretty great. So thank you for that. (laughs) Of course. Absolutely. You deserved it. (laughs) Um, Yeah. It's, it was, you know, you, despite any perceived flaws um, as a player, uh, you know, it's, it's, those the flaws that people have and like you know you've mentioned your own obviously bird had plenty uh on their way to a victory um court steph waxler you know we've we've brought up flaws for all of them Uh (laughs) today uh yes so you know it's it's i think the flaws are the part that you know you know as even in real life you know the flaws are what humanize you and i think they're what draw people to other people to players of the game um yep you you know you're not gonna be emotionally invested in a player who is flawless um right wins every yeah that wins every challenge that makes the right decision every time that you know that's no fun (laughs) Um, and so I think, you know, you had the, just the perfect amount of flaws (laughs) to, to win over the hearts and minds of the viewers lounge. And, uh, yeah, I think that's, that's how it happened. (laughs) Yep. Yep. So all that said, the season is over. Bird is our winner. You're able to mingle amongst the viewers, uh, listen to TBA, <laughs> check out the meme board, um, yep. read back on DMs or confessionals or whatever else you might want to look at. <sighs> yeah. Uh, spend who knows how many hours uh, talking to Bird in your actual DM <laughs> oh <laughs> about my God. the season. So many. I'm sure. So many. I'm sure we could uh, pick at the season for another seven hours after this if we wanted to but i'm curious 
if you could if you could pick one thing um that you've either learned or that has been that's been changed your changed your perception in your head since you've since the game ended uh to now like what what thing has has had the biggest impact on you sort of game wise yeah yeah um you know i think it took uh, i don't know i don't know how to answer this question that's a one thing wow um it, it doesn't even have maybe it doesn't even have to be the biggest thing but know. just you know anything a oh i mean there's you know there's been so much and i think i've probably already hit on all of it um uh i think from then until now i mean i've certainly learned that i am willing to uh, that i am capable of winning this game um Mm -hmm. maybe not this like maybe not alliance ever probably not alliance ever um but that i can win an orc um i can win an orc against really good players and and that that i can do it and um you know, remain pretty true to myself. Um, that I think has been something, you know, game wise that I've kind of developed since, since Alliance, um, you know, and, and distance is great from these things, Mm -hmm. right? Because there's a reason you wait a while to have these conversations because things stay raw for a really long time. Um, I dreamed about this game for, probably two or three months. Um, not every night, but pretty consistently um, before I kind of got past it. And and so, I, you know, I've got so much more emotional distance from what this was and what this experience meant to me, um, you know, and, and all of that. I'm a way better org player now than I was then, uh, obviously. I mean, I better be, like... <laughs> If I was, if I, if my first attempt at one of these was my peak, that feels like maybe I'm not doing something right. Uh, oh, I don't know. That's not exactly an answer, but uh, maybe. I mean, this, this game meant so much to me, right? This, this game and this community, and I know I'm not around all that much, and I'm sorry about that. Like, I, as I've said, like group chat is not my forte, but I hope that the people in this community know what they mean to me and know that like, even though I'm not always around like chatting that I care about everybody here um, in this world. So yeah, this, this game has brought both personally and then every way I can think has brought so much positive to my life. Like so much positive. I'm a I'm a better person for having played this game. That's fantastic. I'm, yeah. That yeah, it is. That's a great yeah, thing. Um, yeah. Now I think, yeah. I, I mean, you're. Uh, there are a lot of people who, um, I think are, are kind of similar to you in how the group setting is is tricky, or yep. you know the real life stuff just doesn't allow them to be um, Mm -hmm. as present as they'd like to be maybe, Um, which is okay. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) It's okay. We, we we understand. Um, I think, I think everyone knows, uh, you know, that however much um, 
attention or presence we get from from you and, and a lot of those of the other people who maybe aren't yep. around as much as they'd like to be it doesn't doesn't affect the amount of care and um acceptance and and you know yeah. a community that is formed with those people regardless so yeah no absolutely very happy to <laughs> very happy that bread uh found us played became part of the community and ultimately added you to it yeah, I am too. I am glad that he's had this thing over the years. I think it's been really important in his life and the way he's matured and um, the opportunities he's had to meet people. I know I've, you know, I've said that a bunch before. It's kind of all over my confessional from Nexus Park. <laughs> Once I kind of realized what this thing was and um, what it meant and who the who the people are in this world, yeah. So. You know, I'm I'm grateful that he found y'all. Um, I am grateful that he brought me here. I um, still am not exactly sure why he was willing to let me into this world. And I think he sometimes wonders himself. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, I thank you. Thank you for putting this together, for building this world. I think it's it's so impressive. You know, this is a this org is fundamentally different from any other org I've played because it, it is so much more immersive than everything else. Thank you. And that's, that's on you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. Um, yeah. Whew. All right. Uh, <laughs> this has been a long haul. Oh my God. We're near, we're nearly seven hours. We are. With that said, uh, which is why I'm rambling so much at this point. <laughs> I should have started a beer like 51 <laughs> minutes ago. Uh, is there any anything else uh, related to Nexus Park, related to Alliance or orgs in any capacity that is is worth mentioning in now? Uh, <laughs> before that, we... I haven't already mentioned in the prior seven hours. Yeah, before um, we before we tie this up with a bow uh oh no i i mean i guess i'll i'll sort of give the like a final thank you uh <laughs> thank you to the people who hang out and watch these games who spend a ton of time um paying attention and and getting involved in people's lives um and the production team on alliance is just beyond compare y'all are amazing uh so smart and so put together and so, you know, careful with the way that you present um, these really complex games to people. Um, yeah, I, I think I think that's the thing that I'd like to reiterate yet once again is sort of my gratitude to everybody in this community for for welcoming me, welcoming bread, welcoming um, being being a just an awesome 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 space um yeah the the world is not looking so great right now but it's pretty great in here that means a lot and and thank you and um you're part of it right ah, <laughs> you know yeah don't, don't cut yeah, yourself thank you. out of that that equation you're you're in there um making making it helping it be as as great as it is 
Yay. Thank you for having me. Thank you for spending this entire day with me. (laughs) (laughs) Oops. I still have to get laundry done. We're leaving on vacation in like, yeah, tomorrow morning. Oh, boy. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, there's stuff to do. Yeah. No, I have my own chores. I'm very hungry. (laughs) Yeah, me too. Like. Uh, Well, thank you. And uh, please make sure you are prepared to go on your vacation (laughs) tomorrow. I will I will try I do I'll say we're, we're going you know tomorrow night and then I'm actually back Sunday more like I'm back but I'm hoping I can be in and out of the house in like two hours and then go on the rest of the vacation so I'm not gonna have long on Sunday to make the turnaround but we're going to visit colleges it's gonna be fun Ooh, exciting it is that yeah. time isn't it Jeez. yeah yeah and we'll be we will be seeing bird in Chicago as well and possibly other people if I actually manage to reach out so <laughs> exciting well yeah, yeah. Let us, i don't know if you'll be in new york but that's that's not very close to chicago it is not <laughs> we will not be in new york on this round okay um but that doesn't mean that we will never make it that way so All right. for yeah, sure very fun enjoy and uh have a good rest of your day all right you too have a good evening we've we've blown the day yep all right <laughs> night thank you ryan thank you bye-bye bye yeah, I'm doing okay. I I'd planned on prepping for this more than I did, nice. but um, that's all right. We'll see what I remember and what I don't, and uh, you know, see if I can avoid crying at any point during oh, this. Oh no! It was amazing. Like all those feelings came back last night. I was like looking over things. I was like, oh my god, oh. wow, it's wild. Trust me, it occurred to me. I was like, do I want to do this at night when I'll have a beer in my hand? Because 11 a.m. feels a little early. Mm-hmm. Um, but I considered it. I was like, it might be, this might go way better if I'm drinking. Um, or it could go way worse. That's, that's, yeah, that's the risk. <laughs> it is the risk. <laughs> kind of like challenges, right? Yeah. Never know. That's true. <laughs> oh boy. Um, okay. <laughs> I mean, when I, when I play pool, I've discovered that three beers is like, the perfect amount that's right? the sweet spot that's the sweet spot when i play pool before that i'm too up in my head after that i'm just too drunk so three <laughs> beers i that's some as someone who's never had any any uh, alcoholic beverages i <laughs> i really enjoy seeing that depiction in real life and in like fiction and tv shows and movies and stuff of like what what is the exact level of drunk that makes you either like a superhuman at something or like the best conversationalist ever and then what's like and then watching that person like go just to too far and like having it all <laughs> yeah yeah this is the story of my life so <laughs> you know as somebody who's a social drinker this is absolutely the story of my life Thank you for listening to this episode of the Alliance of Survivor Game podcast. If you would like to try your hand at Alliance, our applications are always open. You can find more information by visiting AllianceSeasons.com. Our 13th season, Sky Cruiser, is now casting. Come join us in the HQ during the off-season for games and trivia and other fun stuff. And as always, have a week. So long, farewell, I'll be the same tonight. I know she'll never 
Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute.